0: everybody welcome to the bros and consoles podcast episode 66 on march 14th 2020 as always i'm one of your hosts nathan choquette aka the trophy titan or at indy Ronan on twitter and i'm joined by my partner in crime sonic's number one fan or at an optional quest michael Ponero. how's I'm it going
1: pretty good it's weird day
0: oh it's super weird
1: march 14th and it's snowing yep yep it was snowing
0: yeah like we we pretty much got like almost no snow like over in our area of like oregon stuff for like all of winter Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden one random day yeah one random day in march now it's been snowing (laughs) like since the morning it's not like it's kind of it snowed enough for a little while to kind of pile up on like cars and on like like the grass and things like that but it's also been warm enough that it's, it's melting now it's yeah it's it's slowly melting as well now because it, it stops snowing now so looks like things are starting to melt but so yeah. thought
1: spring was coming but apparently not quite yet oh, man.
0: it's like that <laughs> it's like that comic you showed me of the oh, yeah, winter. <laughs> <laughs> winter is like kicking the face of spring in after he tries uh, to come in g- yeah? give me
1: context it's like uh, shen comics he uh showed pictures of each s- season one was summer, and then fall came, pushed summer out of the way. Winter came, punched fall out of the way. Mm-hmm. Spring came, but then winter pushed back spring in like a...
0: Yeah, it like kicked him in the face. Yeah. And like, you're not here yet. So good. Check him out if you can. <laughs> and my, my wife was looking for, not looking for, because I told her about the comic, and I was explaining it to her, but I couldn't find it. Uh, so, like, I was, I was trying to explain it, and she's like, show it to me. and I'm like, well, I can't find it. Well, my, Shen Comics. Michael, I'll, I'll send it to I, you. I tried, I tried looking for. I, I even found. I like did some digging, and I finally found who it was. But I can't find it on there. Uh, I'm just like, ah, well, it's it's back in our imaginations now. <laughs>
2: <sighs>
0: but yeah, has everything been going good. At yeah, work and stuff.
1: Work still, still working. Yeah, yeah. People, it's weird. I feel like with everything going on, it's felt more crowded in the oh, coffee interesting. shop. Which our the owner came out. Um, Evan and said that uh, it makes sense because people a lot of people don't want to be just at home. They want to get away from things. So a uh, coffee shop okay. night little small little coffee shop in a small town is ideal. Hmm. So I guess yeah,
0: I, yeah, I would have thought it would be like the opposite where like people don't want to go to restaurants and things. You'd think apparently not. <laughs> places if they can avoid it. Yeah.
1: But it's good. How about you though?
0: Yeah, not too bad. So we, we just heard Yesterday, towards uh, was it like three forty-five in the afternoon, that Pacific is closing down, like it's like classes and stuff, and that now includes like our clinic as well. Oh, so nice! All of next week is canceled, so we have now like an extended two-week uh, oh, okay. spring break. Is so, it
1: is it just for two weeks, or are they going to address it once the two weeks ends, and then
0: yeah, pretty much they'll they'll wait and see how things are going because um, they have a group of like higher higher up faculty that meet every week it sounds like mm-hmm. um uh, i think they've been meeting I, don't, I think they will still meet every week but i think they've been meeting like almost on the daily kind of thing um but yeah just to kind of figure out like when they take steps to you know do things like close down school or right. go, down, go to uh, like online classes and stuff and yeah so it's that's what's happening now so yeah it, early, early time, and now I can jump further into games. Neo, 2, I guess.
1: It, it's weird seeing, like, where it, This is the last thing I'll we'll talk about before we jump in. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, seeing how it... Michael, I don't know
0: if you know this. This is a, this is a conversational podcast. You can, I just want to be You sure. can talk. It's fine. <laughs>
1: um, how uh, it, it started in China and mm-hmm. spread to Korean stuff, and now they're... I don't want to say they're completely done with it. They have much, much lower cases than before and now how it's like the higher cases are in like europe and the u.s is starting to like rise up too yeah yeah it's weird though
0: slowly slowly changing man yep yeah because i don't remember things being quite like this during the h1n1
1: no and honestly i don't even remember too much from it yeah and that's
0: that's i think my point is like i don't like because we were old enough to remember things we were in high high school Mm -hmm. so it's just like well i guess things are a little bit worse this time around (laughs) yeah but what can yeah. you do though yeah yeah but people don't necessarily come here to hear about all that stuff because that's <laughs> not a medical podcast. You're hearing, <laughs> you're hearing about that everywhere else you don't need to be hearing about it with your video game podcast because that's what we are we come to you each and every week bringing you the steamy new releases and our occasional spicy opinions on them um this week we'll be looking at you know just same old same old e3 has been canceled guys um yep. then we also have horizon zero dawn getting its pc uh, release window and the crunch culture over at sony's famous first party studio naughty dog uh, that's a pretty pretty lengthy read there mm-hmm. on Kotaku, but we'll get into all that a little bit later first a uh, tiny bit of housekeeping if you guys want to join the conversation feel free to write into Consoles at gmail.com or send us tweets on our twitters we'll say them again at the end of the show but for everyone else who's just out there listening, you know, chilling, playing games, having a good time, feel free to to leave us a review and stuff if you think we're doing a good job. Let us know what you want us to change, what you want us to keep. Yep. What, crazy, what crazy <laughs> nicknames you got for us. <laughs> I only- uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, let's just go ahead and jump straight into episode... What? Not episode. <laughs> I meant segment. There we go. <laughs> I look at the top of my page, which always says episode whatever.
1: I don't think we'll ever have like a perfect flowing podcast there'll be always wow. some kind of thing <laughs> i which mean i, is good, don't, which is I good. don't know michael
0: i don't know if you were just listening to my whole beginning spiel it was pretty it was pretty good, pretty, pretty good. it was pretty good <laughs> not to take away from that yeah not to take away from that but let's move into segment one michael what are you playing
1: oh this week i've been playing i believe two games no, only Three, two.
0: three. Okay. three uh, games okay, okay.
1: first one on the playstation um, I saw that the new PS Plus games are out. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So downloaded Shadow of the Colossus. Haven't mm-hmm. touched that one, but Sonic Forces is also downloaded. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought I knew I had it on the Switch. Yeah. But I thought I originally bought it on the PS Four. Oh okay. So I was okay. like, oh, I won't be able to download it. That's okay. Yeah. But I saw I could download it. Like, okay, I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. Got some trophies in it. It's not an amazing game, but it's. It's enjoyable. Yeah, was which I want for this This game basically. Okay. Um, customization is good. I've, I'm pretty sure I've talked about Sonic Forces before.
0: Would you say it's a, a good game or like an average game?
1: I would say it's average.
0: Okay. So yeah. like on the on, let's go into it's on the G scale, so it's like a generic game
1: kind of thing. Yeah. Nothing about it. There, there, there is the custom customizable features where you can oh, customize yeah, character, yeah. but. It doesn't stand out from any like other Sonic game, modern Sonic game that's been released. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. It does does its job. It's fun for mm. the eight hours the story is, and you can do like side missions and stuff. Gotcha. But gotcha. it's fun. I'll probably beat it. I don't think I'll platinum it because
0: just too oh, Michael, time that's, trials. That's that's your that's your jam. I, Sonic's your jam. I platinum any Sonic. Number one games. Sonic fan over here.
1: <laughs> Not enough to platinum games. Oh my gosh. Um, played a little bit of that. Um, I jumped. Back into Hollow Knight on both the Switch and the PS4. Oh, yeah. So, on the Switch, I went to go fight the boss. Like the final boss you're talking about? Final boss. Nice. Um, Was not ready for him. Okay. (laughs) Um, He's very hard. Yes. Final boss makes sense. Final boss. He comes in phases, like most bosses in this, but he has, like, I think four phases. Okay. And he got to a second phase, but then I realized I don't have um certain gem or charms that help will help me there's one called unbreakable oh, okay. strength yeah where i have to i have to do um give it to this bug creature she'll eat it go back then she'll spit it out for a certain Geo, which is the money mm-hmm. and then i'll be unbreakable Strength because right now it's breakable strength so if okay. i have it um equipped it can break and then if it breaks i can never use it again oh, okay, so i need gotcha. to give to her to make it unbreakable Stronger. okay
0: and what, what does that charm do it, it just makes, makes sure. your hit stronger oh okay. okay
1: yeah i have the highest uh nail which is the weapon but that one will i don't know what the percentage is but it'll boost up my strength so my sh- hits are a lot stronger okay. okay um and then there's another one uh i believe it's a uh, i can't remember what it's called but it, it enhances my um spirit ability so okay. it makes my gotcha. my uh
0: so, like the the fireball thing you can throw. Yeah, around? my
1: spirit makes it bigger and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So doesn't
0: turn into like a black fireball or something. If you yeah, it's like to- it's
1: a, your black. uh What is it? The void. That's it. It's your oh, void okay. blast. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, that will help a lot too. But I think the the key to beating this boss is to be able to dodge very well. Yep. And I think that's my that's my <laughs> that's my least skilled part of this game so far, probably. Uh, okay. Okay i mean so, there's no there's no dodge button you just have to move you just around. dodge. you have to time everything right yeah. dash through him mm-hmm. jump above him blow each basically i gotta know what he's going to do okay, and time okay. it right um so that will take practice for sure yeah because
0: like i say you could you could even do it without those
1: upgrades it's just mm. it'll take a little bit longer oh yeah yeah if you're skilled at dodging and stuff and dashing through things you can be able to beat them gotcha, gotcha. but i'm not great at it um tried did a little bit more of the ps4 um mm-hmm. Trying to get trophies in that, I, I there's no way I'll platinum it for this one because you have to beat the Pantheon, and that's insane. And then you have to do the Trials of Pain, which is basically the White Palace, mm-hmm. but like five times harder. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way I'm even going to. do.
0: I think I watched somebody go through the Trials of, of Pain. and I was like, wow, this is impressive. Yeah, <laughs> and and
1: the Pantheon, uh, you have to. There's points where you have to no charms, your health is down to like three of those the little character guys and then yeah. i think your um attack is halved too okay okay. Point. near the Makes end yeah. and you have to beat all the bosses again like mm. there's no way <laughs> so i did a little bit over that and then i had the urge to play castlevania yeah. just as in a whole i'm like oh, okay what castlevania games do i have i have rondo blood i'm like nope that <laughs> i tried the, it's fun but i don't have the the patience and the skill quite yet to Go through that one. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm like, oh, there's Symphony of the Night. I played a little bit of this one, but I haven't really dived into it. Mm-hmm. Played it. I got... My playtime says it's like three hours and 50 minutes, but it feels like I played so much more. Oh, okay. Or so much Because yeah. all, all of yesterday, I was playing it mostly. Oh. Until huh. about five, until I had to leave. Yeah. Um, and then... So is it
0: like because i I know that i'll have that sometimes happen where i'm playing a game and i'm like man i've been playing this all day but it says i've only played for like five hours and like how is that possible but is it like times when you
1: pause it could be times where i pause or like when i've died it stops checking and stuff okay so that could be it um but it's 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 so good yeah it's it's much much easier to play than the other Castlevania games i've played it still Mm -hmm. has that hard factor but i feel like it's not as punishing as the other oh, ones. Okay. It still has that.
0: It's like faster paced and stuff. Faster
1: right? paced. Um, you have actually like a health. Like you start off with like 80 health. Mm. And then you can increase that. And you take a certain amount of damage depending on the person you're fighting. Yeah. Way more like RPG elements. Yes. Than Def- there's so ones. many weapons. There's there's capes. There's defense things. There's relics. Which are cool. The relics are things that you can turn on and turn off. Oh, so okay. the first relic I got was this. Uh, I think it was a cube of Zoe. Or mm-hmm. Zoe. Um, basically, it allows, if you have it set on, you can hit candles and enemies, and they'll drop the hearts uh, and items. So if you okay. have it turned off, you don't get any of that. Yeah, yeah. So you can do that for certain things. There's other ones where you hmm. can turn into a bat, a wolf, a mist. So I'm assuming if you really want, you technically need those three, the transformations to progress in the game. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the other things, if you don't want them, it makes the game much harder. So if you want more of a challenge. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, it still has that annoying hit, Back feature where oh. if you're jumping and you're on the ledge an enemy like even a small enemy hits you you yeah, fly it's like, back yeah, it's like and a, then you uh, fall down mm-hmm. and you have to climb back up and that's happened numerous times <laughs> numerous times you just have to time it right yeah yeah um, the soundtrack is fantastic oh yeah, yeah. so so good um, I will say though that uh, it does seem like they got new voice actors for it
0: yeah, I, I think they did redo. If I remember right, they redid some of the voice acting stuff for the, what like the the collection. Yeah. The Requiem collection. Um, thing.
1: it's still the dialogue. I know they changed things a little bit mm-hmm. from the old one. It's still very cheesy and like nineties. Oh, of course, yeah. So and that's not even really a downside, but it's it's almost like uh, off-putting hearing it because it, oh. it, <laughs> it. They still kind of have like that because uh, in the old one it's like a muffled like. It sounds like they're in like a studio or something. You can yeah, like, like, like old old mics, kind yeah, of. Thing. Yeah. It, it's kinda of sounds like that now, like they kinda of like try to make it seem like it's like that. Gotcha. But just more modern, so it's a little a little off putting. Okay, okay. But other than that, everything else about the game is fantastic. And I found out the art Yeah. yeah. Is from the same guy um who did the Metal Gear Solid art and stuff. Oh yeah. okay. I, I found out I really like his art. Oh. Huh. It's very good. Now
0: in terms of like like he did
1: not like the game, like in-game art, but the cover art. For all gotcha. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's because I was like, I was like, I don't, and Final I don't Fantasy, see the Final
1: Fantasy too, the old Final Fantasy ones with uh
0: Oh, like the cover art for the games mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that all makes sense. But I was like, I was like, I don't see the resemblance yeah, between no, 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 the, no, no. the like blocky figures and stuff and and this one, which is like a beautiful like yeah, like almost like pixel art. Yeah, kind of not okay. not not that kind of art. Um, gotcha. But it's,
1: it's 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 a fantastic game. I can see why people. Really, really enjoy the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this is a lot of people's like like real real high up on their list in terms of like Castlevania mm-hmm. games and stuff.
1: But those are uh, my three games I've been playing. What about you? Nice.
0: Um I played some more Final Fantasy fifteen. Um uh, slowly like playing that over time. Um that one I think I'm slowly getting the hang of the combat for okay. that. Okay. Um it's weird because I feel like sometimes the button presses are Like they don't they don't react exactly when I press it kind of thing like yeah it's it's a little delay which is which throws me off because for these type of you know like like almost almost essentially like hack and slash type of gameplay type Mm -hmm. things in here um, I expect it to respond exactly when I press it kind of thing right I mean because there's always going to be a delay like when it comes up on the screen to like press uh, like on the I'm playing on Xbox so press X to, to dodge right um when it comes up on there sometimes i will press it and i still get hit anyways Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay i know that there's always a slight delay between like me and you know seeing seeing the prompt and hitting it um but it's different when there's a delay there which is normal and then there's also a delay between when i hit the button and the actual thing does what it's supposed to do and that's what throws me off Mm -hmm. and i feel like that that was something that i think Seemed like it was more evident, especially in the um, if you remember the I think it was E3 when they or one one of the big conferences when they did a Final Fantasy fifteen demo. Um, they were showing the battle was I think Noctis was fighting that giant like Titan kind of oh, character. I think so, yeah, and when he would like go and you know when he would go to to punch Noctis, he was supposed to be able to dodge out of the way. And the guy who was playing because it was a live demo, so the guy who was playing was getting hit mm-hmm. and stuff, which was very you know, weird for a live demo kind of thing. So I feel like even back then it wasn't, you know, quite synced up like how it probably should have felt. Um, and I think it's still kind of like that way now. Mm-hmm. I'm also noticing in a weird way that the the game, and I, I'm, I'm curious to see if it's different um, on like the, the PS4 when I played on there, or if I eventually try to play it on like the, the next console systems, whichever one we end up getting. Um, to see if that upresing it makes it prettier because it's it's kind of got this weird grainy look to it Hmm. and it's for sure not the tv because the TVs don't doing fine like when i play other games on there it's it doesn't doesn't it doesn't seem like how it is for final fantasy 15 where i look at like noctis's hair or something and it it doesn't it's like they were trying to go for a more realistic look like something in like the like the last of us or something like that right but they couldn't quite get there. And it's it's got this weirdly, almost kind of like like messy, fuzzy kind of look to it. Like it's supposed to look more nice than it actually does. I don't... I'll have to show you sometime when we're, yeah. we're at my place. So because I've never, I, I've
1: never... yeah, That never stood out to me in my playthrough. Unless yeah. I wasn't really looking hard enough. Yeah,
0: because I mean... Because it's, it's... Like I, I'd say it's fairly... It's fairly evident as I'm playing, like even the beginning stuff. Because I'll, I'll be like looking and the pictures that that like Prompto takes and stuff they look nice and but going through the game and actually kind of like watching some of the like exchanges between the the characters which I really enjoy mm-hmm. just um kind of looking at them I'm just like things don't look like how I would expect like a, a Final Fantasy 15 to look like Final Fantasy 7 remake is what I would expect Final Fantasy 15 to look like you know what I'm saying Where in terms of like they were both very like recently made I mean, seven remakes not out yet but they're both fairly recently made games like 15 came out what like a few years ago at, at most so it's not it's yeah. not that long it's not that long ago that this thing came out and it just kind of it looks it looks not as great as i would expect interesting especially especially compared to wow that's something something just died over there <laughs> <laughs> um but especially compared to like what we know that seven remake is going to look like based off of things that we've seen so far right mm-hmm.
1: it did come out four years ago
0: oh, okay okay so my bad so four four years ago but 2016 that's yeah other other games came out in that time that looked you know prettier and stuff i'm just like it's it's mm-hmm. weird because i see the polish of like maybe i'm expecting like what the seven remake looks like now to be like more similar among the other Final Fantasy games. But, yeah, it's just kind of... It's weird to, to see the difference, I guess, mm, maybe now.
1: That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, also played a little bit more of Ori in the Blind Forest. And... How far am I now? I have a few more abilities now. Nice. So... <laughs> stinking cat over here. Um, the So the movement's getting easier. Nice. In terms of, like, um, easier <clears throat> to kind of chain things together. I think I have a double jump now, as well as... Um, now that i got the double jump it allowed me to get the upgrade for the air dash kind Mm. of thing air dash is nice yeah so getting those ones makes you know moving around easier there's still those those parts where and i think i've I've figured it out now where um ori feels floaty to control in terms of a like platforming character kind of thing okay and it's like the more i've noticed the more you're in motion um it's like if you're if you just jump up and down it's not it's that's it works how like how it's supposed to but if you're in motion um the longer you hold the the thumbstick and are in motion the farther you'll go rather than just it always being like one specific distance that you'll go Mm -hmm. and then yeah just just little little weird things and i I had to i had to figure out if i was the only one who was experiencing this because i talked with some other people on like forums and things and they're like yeah no i it's it is like floaty and that's kind of like the problem i think that i'm having with it and i'm like okay it makes it all makes sense now. It's like why I'm feeling this weird way. Right. Just like, it it's doesn't not just me. it doesn't respond the way that I want it to, and that's like frustrating for certain parts. And I'm just like, well that's if a if a if it's like a common theme now. If a game doesn't react like how I I've noticed I notice that theme. it's well yeah, if it's <laughs> like if a game doesn't react in the way that I expect it to react, then you know, then and it, and it's making parts more difficult than they need to be, then I think that's a that's a game design problem as opposed to just being like a like skill level problem, if that makes sense. Could it could have you know?
1: just be a preference problem? Because I had I'd never playing Ori. I'd never mm-hmm. like I said before. I don't. There was never an issue with me with feeling floaty or yeah. Like did well. you
0: did you ever play the Little Big Planet games? Yeah.
1: Okay. Did you feel like those felt floaty? I, I the character itself, I noticed him floaty, but it, it never. I was like, oh, this feels off to me. Yeah. Ever. I
0: yeah. I don't know. I maybe I'm just more like visual. Tactile, like links, kind of thing, where it's like I, I press jump and I expect them to jump, mm-hmm. and I, and it's like as as I, I think that's that's how I like play games is I I learn slowly, the like boundaries of what I can do with these characters and stuff, and I that, think that's why like like probably why I enjoy stuff like Neo and Dark Souls and things like that is because I can I can slowly build on this knowledge base and then be like okay like this isn't as I'm as I progress through the game this isn't as hard as it used to be because now I've learned like enemy like tells when they're like coming at me and stuff for I've learned that I can move a certain way. And I know the distance that my weapon will like hit and stuff like that. Whereas like Ori, like the, when things are floaty like this, I can't correctly judge the the distance that I need to go. And like, like, so the, the example I was, I was stuck at that same place that I was getting like confused and frustrated with the last time. Where it's a simple puzzle, and you have you're carrying this before you get the double jump and stuff. You're carrying this small blue orb with you, and its um, light basically makes these invisible platforms um, like like these ethereal platforms uh, visible for mm. you. And now they're solid, so you can stand on them. And so going from there, when you're carrying the orb, your character is heavier than than normal, so you don't jump quite as far. And so you carry that, you kind of jump on these platforms, and they're slowly bringing you up, and then you start to see that there's this um, green beam that's being shot across the, the stage you're on. Right. And the, <clears throat> the energy there is, is harmful. So if you get hit by it, you're just, you're just dead. Right? Mm-hmm. There's, no, like, yeah. there's no, like, taking damage, and then, you're, and then you you're have fine. to go again. It's just like you're just dead. Yes. So when you start to bring the orb up, um, as you're kind of now moving to the right across the screen, the beam is still there, but as the light from the orb that you're carrying um, illuminates further parts to the the right of the stage, it brings it brings into view like a visible um, ethereal wall that then blocks the energy. Mm-hmm. And so now the game is like telling you, hey, you're gonna have to like leave this in a certain place so that the you know the green beam is being blocked. But now you can make your way up. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, got it. So I go over there, drop it at the, at the place I need to drop it at, and then from there you just have to jump not even very far, you have to jump to a platform directly to the right of you. And because of the change in weight from like dropping it and being heavy and then, you know, just not having it and not being able to jump freely, the jump from there to there, I always overshot it. Mm. And I I did this maybe a couple dozen times where I'm just trying, I'm only trying to jump like very small distance but I start to move, and now Ori is, like, jumping super far. And I'm like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. And then right. I did fall down, have to go all the way back up again, and I'm like, this isn't a hard part. I don't know what's going on. And so I, I, on the controller, I had to, like, push myself to jump to the right and then just straight up let go of everything so that he would only, like, half jump mm-hmm. and then get on there. And I'm like, that's not how a nobody, – nobody plays a game and, like, presses that and then, like, lets, lets it go so that you just fall halfway through your jump kind of thing you know
1: there i will say i i personally from yeah. i'm from what i'm hearing what i'm experiencing i think that it, it might be just like a preference thing in hmm. some regards because hollow knight yeah has a bunch of things where um if you hold the dash button longer oh yeah, yeah you'll go through certain things and you'll make the platform but if you just like tap it and let go you yeah. do like a short burst and sometimes you'll have to do that short burst to make a platform yeah so i think if if me personally, I there I know like even for, like Castlevania like there'll be platform things where I'll jump and I'll miss the jump because I have to be right on the edge. I'm like, "Oh, I have to hold it longer or something." I'll get frustrated, but yeah. It never really like stands out to me. I ultimately forget it half the time. Like, okay, yeah. I made the jump, I'll move on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing too is like Hollow Knight isn't floaty. And I can tell the difference yeah. between that one and Ori and like Little Big Planet and yeah. Celeste and things like that. It's like there's certain games that just have this floaty feel yeah. and it's it's very obviously like a style thing that they went with for the characters Mm -hmm. but it doesn't like it doesn't feel good you know it's not like a it's like when you play other games that aren't floaty and then you go to these ones that are if you like are are you know if you're if you're judging the games like analytically at this level kind of thing it's like you feel the difference as you play Where it's like i i wouldn't ever go to play celeste and then come and play like like Ori or Little Big Planet or something and be like, oh, these games feel exactly the same. No no, yeah. Because it's just like it's like you can tell the way the characters move and how they respond when you press buttons and things, it's very different. I'm just like, ah. It's this type of game that it's like it's the floatiness gets in the way of the like enjoyment in a way for me. And it's just Mm. like the like I if if I'm gonna I think it's like it's like old platformers where they they really... The way that they make the difficulty harder is they want you to jump at this very last spot and that you you have a very small window of, like... If we're getting, like, technical, you have a small window of, like, pixels and, mm-hmm. like, areas where, like, the the character... Are you okay? Yep. <laughs> where the character will now actually land on the, the ledge or the um, platform that you're going to. And there's no, like, room for error there. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to jump right at this spot to get exactly right over there. And if you miss it, you fall, and that's, like... Back then, that's how they made what's called the difficulty higher. And yep. for like older games, like the um, Castlevania games, they made difficulty harder by making it so that yeah, the, this jump is not too bad to make. But as soon as you jump over there, an enemy is going to start flying at you, and you yeah. have to either hit them as you're as you're in the air, or you know, go like go far enough on the screen to make them appear, and then hit them, and then jump over. It's like you have to know the like patterns and stuff that the game has mm-hmm. and that's how they increase difficulty for those ones. Yeah. Whereas like for <clears throat> for Ori with this like small, you know, this this one like easy puzzle, there's no there's no like it doesn't seem like there's a like a rhyme or reason for this particular area of difficulty. It's not teaching me something because it's not like the platform is like far apart and I need to jump at the last second. It's like it's closer and now my character is just overshooting because of the way that they move, you know? And I don't have a double jump at this point to correct myself either. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, well, it's a, it's like an inconsistent like learning kind of thing. And it's not, it's not like vibing with
1: me. I mean, it's understandable. Like, oh. Everyone has their, their opinions and preferences and something things. So yeah, I completely I'm just get like, it. yeah, the,
0: the, the world is beautiful and I'm still enjoying the game, but it's, yeah, this, it's just, it feels weird sometimes, you know? But yeah, I get it um played um, another game though another yeah i guess it's like a it's like a two and a half d platformer i started yoshi's crafted world Ooh,
1: yeah nice
0: no uh, man i, I haven't yoshi played a, i haven't played a yoshi game in forever oh they're so good and i'm just like oh wow i forgot i forgot like you know it's it's nice to play these Yoshi. oh games. yeah it's <laughs> <just> <laughs> happiness and joy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's cool to to hear the familiar yoshi noises mm-hmm. again where you just I, fr- I always forget that he doesn't talk and, no. I mean, and he just has these specific yeah, he just has these specific noises and kind of like grunts and things it's weird that like all these other characters in the world are talking Mm-mm. and he just kind of make these, makes these noises <laughs> at him. now yeah. that I'm like watching and like reading and stuff and it's just like they're I don't know it's like, it's, like his, his like pantomiming and noises and things they just kind of they like understand, understand. <laughs> and I'm just like oh it's a weird little thing but it's not something I probably would have picked up on yeah. like, as a kid I'd just be like oh they're talking to me. They're telling me things. Let's go. Makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's fun so far. I played the – what was that? I think I played the first level, and then each one is going to – it seems like each one has its own theme, and then you kind of slowly move through these different, like, themed levels, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool the way that they kind of employ the – because you're, you're kind of moving along this straight path, which – on its own just kind of looks like you're in like a storyboard or what is that story storyboard storybook there we go storybook world kind of thing um but they kind of employ this like 3d (laughs) plane aspect where now like things that are further away um when you swallow like an enemy and you get an egg you can throw it into the Mm. background and then things that it's not everything that you can like hit with these things but generally things that are you know, like um hittable with your eggs will kind of fly off as if they were just like made of like like a cardboard yeah. box kind of thing. And then sometimes that reveals like coins or like these secret red coins and stuff. But yeah, it's it's cool so far. That's good. I, like I want to get it eventually. Yeah man, just get get <laughs> oh, it get it. Money on our will. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> um and, okay so I went from I went from those ones and I was like I need to go play something that you know i've been i've been wanting to play for a while so i continued with neo 1 nice and i got to what is it i think i've i've finished i think several levels now um in terms of like a, a few main story levels and then also like several um, side story missions and i'm kind of slowly you know getting getting experience for my character to level him up and get his stats higher and then at the same time kind of figuring out which weapons i want to use think what am i using a neo1 because i also started playing neo2 so now i'm gonna get confused <laughs> but um what was it i think i i think i'm currently using a like a, a large axe and i think just a regular like um single sword um style as mm-hmm. well because there's they have the single sword and they have a, a dual katana kind of style and then also just like a Uh, what they call like a odachi which is a really large um katana basically okay so it's like a heavy heavy sword like a claymore for like medieval kind of stuff right um but yeah so i'm I'm kind of slowly going through that and i've made it to this new area which is a, a really cool um it's like stormy mountain like temple castle kind of place and i'm just like going through and it's raining hard and have to avoid these like zombie things throwing bombs at me and i'm just like oh man this is this is what i live (laughs) for over here (laughs) but it's very very cool though the um neo 2 i was just like you know what i i I, because i remember that this neo 2 is a prequel to neo 1 okay so i'm like it's not like i'm gonna not gonna necessarily spoil things for myself playing the second game and then going into the first because obviously they they don't want you to feel like you can't play the second true true. they want they want more people to buy it and more people probably will because there's always that sequel thing where Mm -hmm. people tend to buy number two before they buy number Uh, one and stuff yeah but um yeah man uh on that one i'm rocking a i think they call it a switchblade which is in this case it's like a it's, like, a larger version of, a, like, an actual switchblade, I guess, oh, okay. where it can sometimes turn into a just, like, full-on spear, and it can also turn into, like, a scythe and stuff.
2: It's so very, very fancy. Very <laughs> cool, though.
0: Um, and I think my other one, I'm trying to remember. I think I may be using, like, a dual katana style in that one. Nice. But I, I played maybe, like, 30 to 45 minutes okay, of it, I think, the so other much. night and stuff. So, yeah, I, I just kind of recently jumped into it because it came on... Was it, um, I was, I was able to start playing it on Thursday night because it released yesterday and like right. officially released, but.
1: Oh, so you got the digital copy?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got the, I got the digital cause I have the digital for Neo one. So I'm just Makes like, no, I'll just, I'll just get it all here. Got a lot of um, extra items because I got the deluxe edition. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, I got the deluxe for the first one.
1: Might as well. I really like <laughs> it.
0: I might as well get it for the second one because I was I was really enjoying the beta when I mm-hmm. played it. And so I'm like, yeah, let's just let's just do it all here. Nice. Now the downside is that I went and played the the beta and got that cool helmet for for playing it. Cause yeah. If you finished if you finished up to the first boss in the beta, which I think was the extent of the beta, um, you got a cool helmet that you could then carry over for your your game. Oh, that's cool. Um, But, because I also got the deluxe edition, now I have like a couple extra sets of armor, like full sets of armor. And when you put together the full set of armor and you wear it all, you get added on bonuses as well. So, I, since I got some extra bonuses for... Using my full set of armor, I'm just like, wow. Well, now I don't get to use my cool Aww. helmet that I got from the other thing. So I was like, ah, oh, it's a little bumming.
1: Which you should do, just put it on for like five seconds. Yes, got use out of it. Oh no, it yeah, <laughs> I, I I see it. I see it in my inventory. And I'm just like, I got you. I don't got worry. you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I may I may switch to it if I if I find that the stats are better on that one. Yeah. But as it is now, I'm just like, I don't know, this is this is doing fine. The it's interesting. I've been seeing kind of conflicting things online where some people think that. Neo 1 is way harder than Neo 2. Oh. And some people are thinking that Neo 2 is harder than Neo 1 and stuff. Interesting. So it's, it's yeah. That De- definitely got both sides of the board there and I'm just like, "Ah." Oh. I think Don't. the what was it? The the argument for Neo 2 being easier than Neo 1 was that um what is it? If you played Neo 1, then Neo 2 is not that difficult kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, for for but it's yeah, it sounds like you can you can have both sides to it here where some people are like no neo2 is way harder
1: well don't you worry yeah because if i played both i'd they'd both be in the same category <laughs> probably <laughs> both quite hard these are both quite hard <laughs>
0: it's good stuff though Mike. that's cool it's good stuff um i did a little bit of dabbling in um gunvolt one mm. from the what was it the azure striker gunvolt series okay or the, that chronicle pack that they have on the switch which apparently is also coming to the ps4 sometime soon oh because i saw the trophy Trophies. list pop. Um, and I also played a little bit of Alder's Blood, just the the prologue, right. kind of thing. Found out that if you had like another game by that like either publishing company or, or developer, that it changed. I think the pre-purchase price from like twenty percent off to like forty percent off. Oh dang! So I ended up getting um, I think something called Strike Force Kitty. Which I'm just like, this sounds awesome. This
1: sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, it may, it may be. I assumed you know about all these cat games. <laughs> but nope. uh, but that one looked pretty Amen. cool. And so I was like, okay. So I'll, I'll pick that up and I save a little bit extra on, um, what's it called? Alder's Blood. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's it's cool so far. The So I only, I only really got to play the prologue because I tried out the demo and I was like, this is pretty tough. But I'm going to assume that I'm going to like it and I'll get it anyways. Mm-hmm because um, the demo i was like i was like i don't really quite understand what i'm doing wrong here and stuff i just keep <laughs> dying over and over again <laughs> but it's way more of a like stealth game than it is a you know like a typical strategy rpg kind of thing okay it's way more about like avoiding enemies when you can as opposed to like fighting every single one of them right right. Um, right. because part of it is like you're your most powerful weapon is like your firearms and the firearms you know like like in the real world they, they cause noise and if other creatures hear the noise they'll come over to you and so you're basically now being overwhelmed by things mm-hmm. uh, and then you have to because they're old time weapons you have to actually like reload them in okay. terms of like you get one oh, like shot musket kind and it, yeah it's almost like a musket kind of thing where you get one shot and then you have to reload the whole thing and before you can use it again. And by that time, you've probably been attacked by these creatures and stuff. Oh,
1: that's interesting. And
0: yeah, yeah. But they have they have cool ways to kind of get around that along with like stealth combat. So like actually playing through the prologue now, it showed me how to kind of um, what they call like backstab enemies. Oh, okay. So I just have to be like behind them and then use my sword. And it, while it's not a like insta-kill kind of thing, it does knock them down and then I can use this kind of like dark ancient rites to basically like banish them and it's like it's like you turn into this this crazy like shadow creature and you basically like swipe at them and now they just like are gone
1: oh. and
0: i'm just like whoa man there's extra levels to this thing over now, here th-
1: this is it's the tactical
0: yeah so it's okay. the one that they said um pulls off of things like bloodborne and uh darkest dungeon yeah and uh XCOM. that's the other one
1: okay but yeah
0: pretty nice. cool so far Definitely I to, knew you would probably like that one. Yeah, I was just <laughs> saying, judging by all three of those things that they mentioned, I'm like, okay, this is probably up my alley. But yeah, it's very different from what I was expecting for just like, I was expecting just a regular strategy RPG. Right. And I was like, oh, no, there's like more more involved in this. Nice
1: little
0: surprise. One of the, the nice things in there is that you can, so let you know, like um, in any kind of strategy RPG or even just a regular RPG, mm-hmm. it's like your turn and then it's the enemy's turn. right? Yes. Kind of back and forth like that. For this one... You have a stamina bar, and it's, like, several bars um, usage, basically. And when you move, right, you have a kind of white outline further around your character, and that kind of shows where you're allowed to move within your turn. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you move to, like, the end of that, and then you want to keep moving, it just drains one of your stamina bars, and you can just essentially use that to kind of, like, run Past a lot of like creatures and oh, stuff. Oh,
1: that's really cool.
0: So it's like you can, you can, and that's that's part of the the whole stealth thing is that like you, maybe you'll throw a rock so the creature's not <clears throat> looking your way, and then you'll run past them. And you just keep on moving, and you have to make sure that you're managing your stamina bars as well as kind of like line of sight kind of thing. Right. So it's it's this a it's a cool right up your alley. Yeah, it's a it's a cool <laughs> it's a cool aspect in terms of like a new type of way to play a strategy RPG. So oh, your wow. turn can basically be like several turns in one as long as you have enough stamina bars.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So it's 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 very very cool like that. Nice. Yeah. Now you know what else is cool, Michael? The Bro Opinion Report, Wait, which is you... coming up almost here. What's up?
1: I, I swear I saw you downloaded the demo for the Final Fantasy VII remake. I did, yes. Have and you tried I it? I have not yet. Okay. Have you tried it? I haven't downloaded. I don't think I'm going to download it. Oh my god! Because I think I just want to wait until the game comes out and try it there fully. Uh, okay, okay. But I wanted to see if you tried it out yet and see how you like it. But
0: now I think I'm I'm gonna try it out. Probably this next week. Now now that (laughs) I have time, Um, because I've also heard. Oh, excuse me, I got a weird thing in my throat. I also heard um, some really or read about some really cool things where um, the speedrunning community has started taking the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. Oh, really? And basically, they are because it's it's essentially like the you play up until the first boss, uh, which is like that scorpion thing, right? Which is like nothing in the regular game, and then now it's crazy. lengthy thing in the in the, the remake
1: it's basically the tutorial boss and yeah the exactly original. it's just like, it's
0: like i don't i don't quite understand why but i guess if you gotta if you're gonna make this thing into like Figure. two or three games then you gotta have things that are lengthier mm-hmm. um but but yeah in terms of the the demo i think they said like generally you can finish it in maybe like an hour or two oh nice so it's it's short but um the speedrunners have been, you know, like it's because they're waiting for the remake to come out. They're just like, well, you know what? Let's just see who can get the fastest time for this demo. And I think it's down to like, I forget the exact time, but it's, I want to say it's below like 15 minutes. Dang! Which is, which is pretty, it's pretty crazy.
1: I can only imagine what they're gonna do for the actual game. Oh yeah, dude, they're
0: gonna, they're gonna break this thing apart. God, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> like though. they always do. Yeah, but yeah, really, really interesting though.
1: Okay, I was just curious to see. Yeah. Where, if you tried it yet? yeah
0: now because you've already played like way past that in like the
1: regular like seven is there any
0: reason specifically why you don't want to play the demo
1: i i just want to play it all for the first time once the actual game comes out gotcha i feel like if i play the demo i'm going to i'll probably definitely enjoy it but i'm like oh man it's over now i have to wait
0: now do you think you'll have the same feeling because like the the remake is not going to be the full game kind of thing I think so. No, I mean, like, in terms of, like, you'll what be you disappointed mean? because not, oh, no. the full game's not out? It's it's only, like, a third of the game that's going to be released?
1: I don't think so. Okay, okay. Because, what, what makes
0: that different from the demo in your mind, do you
1: think? Well, because the, the, the demo, I don't know where the demo ends, but...
0: Right after the scorpion fight. Okay, because... Or scorpion
1: If I'm robot, going off of the original game, mm-hmm. that's... You're only... Again, I could be wrong, like, 30... 30 minutes into the game in the original game, 30 maybe, maybe oh, yeah, an yeah. hour mm-hmm. into the actual game. And there's still so much of Midgar you can do, God, a, God, at God. least in the original game. Can now, and when I told you before, I only played I, I think it was like six to eight or nine hours of Midgar play, and yeah. then I did the open world again. There's there's a bunch of side missions, or not side missions, but side things I didn't really do, and I didn't explore everything, yeah, yeah. So, it there is you can do Midgar for like 10 plus hours in the original game. But I feel like just stopping at this point is just going to make me want to play more. I'm like, ah, I'll just wait until the full game comes out and just experience it there. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because
0: I feel like for, for this kind of thing, it's like I, I want to go and play it. But if I were to, like, if I were to play the, just like the the original, like, it's almost, I think I almost feel like if I were to go and finish the original game now at this point, I would be... Disappointed to only play like a third of it in like the remake version, which is understandable. It's just, I'm just like, ah, well, why don't I just wait until like the entire Everything thing is out, and then I can just buy them all, and it'll likely be like a cheaper thing to do then, anyways. But
1: makes sense, yeah, yeah, But, yeah.
0: I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited though, Michael. Same here. Just gotta just gotta wait one more month and minus four days, I guess. April's
1: April April tenth, right?
0: 10th, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Also, I got to figure out how the um the tifa theme works. oh yeah because I... I bought a couple of butterfingers and i gotta Ooh, figure out how that works
1: there you go you gotta yeah. eat them digest them i don't know if that's how it that works and then when you <laughs> <laughs>
0: once you finish digesting you Something email your oh gosh please no <laughs> <Like> you, <laughs> you gotta got email paper. square enix with the empty wrappers and be like hey guys i did it where's my where's my download uh, code?
1: yeah that's interesting yeah. let me know
0: which you, once you figure it out. Oh, yeah. Are you actually going to buy candy bars? That take <laughs> the
1: theme is real cool looking, so. Yeah, I know, man. That's I why know. I'm just
0: like, I'm like, how can you not? I just got to I got to get that. I'm assuming it'll have some kind of cool, like, theme music with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, well, got to do it. Got to do it. Do it for the theme, Michael. You Got to go fast, you know. <laughs> you're not doing it for the meme. <laughs> you're doing it for the theme, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Michael. Right. Now that we're past all that stuff, let's go into the Bropinion Report all right michael now we have three items this week three items and a surprise twist when i texted you earlier we have the we had the exact same three items probably not from the same
1: places but same stories probably probably probably
0: so um the first one we'll just kind of jump into that one because i think that's the the biggest news in terms of like shocking for you know game conferences and things so e3 has been canceled this comes from the source that i got it from was um on ars technica mm-hmm. which i think is if i was looking correctly that was the first source like, that's where i first saw it and that's where their other sites have been like going off referencing of, yeah. now and stuff um but sam uh my this might be hard i'm gonna say makovec makovec Makovec. I'm going to say Makovec. Better job cool. than I would, so. <laughs> um, but he he was the first, I think, to break it. And I think other places also mentioned maybe, like, Bloomberg. But mm, yeah, I've, I've I, I think Bloomberg, I saw it on here first. I'm just like, all right, you guys did good stuff. Uh, so they had the original kind of first, first look like rumors that, like, an announcement was coming, like, very soon kind of thing. And then I think later on that day or the next day is when they actually announced that E3 was going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. And so um, let me see here. I think I have, there we go. So they, they also updated it on the 11th for the actual announcement that came from the ESA. And so the let's, I'll just read from right here. It says, in a message sent Wednesday morning, the ESA cited growing concerns over the COVID-19 virus, um, all in uh, what is that quotations, um, in officially canceling this year's Electronic Entertainment Expo, which is what E3 stands for. Um, the organization says it is exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020, uh, but nothing concrete has been announced on that score. After care- oh, This is the quote from the ESA. After careful consultation with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we have made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020 scheduled for June 9th to the 11th in Los Angeles. Um, following increased and overwhelming concerns about the covid 19 virus we felt this was the best option or sorry, the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation we are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today our team will be reaching out directly to exhibitors and attendees with information about providing full refunds so michael e3 is not happening now no it's not we. It sounds like we're getting. Um, what's it called? I think Microsoft and Ubisoft and I believe EA have all mentioned they're doing like, like digital, digital, yeah. digital versions. Um, and I think Jason Schreier also um, tweeted that apparently uh, Warner Brothers I had a thing that they're. Yeah, they were going to be doing a press conference, and so yeah. it sounds like we'll probably end up getting something like that digitally too.
1: Yeah, but hey, man, it's it it's. I don't want to say it's like surprising because with how everything, all these other events were getting canceled. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like it was almost inevitable. That they had really no choice to cancel mm-hmm. at this point, but my real question or my real intrigue is, do you think, do you think this is the end of E3? Do you think, <laughs> I know this is a real like broad question. Like, do yeah, you yeah. think like the conference next year will, will be as big and, or do you, it's hard to like say this question because you don't you don't really know. But yeah, with yeah. all the backlash and stuff that's happened previously to all this happening now, yeah. Do you think in terms of backlash? In terms of like, like when they released all the uh, publishers and stuffs. Okay, information yeah, so so, stuff, so not in terms of like
0: COVID nineteen. <coughs> no, in yeah, in terms of with this just being things, like the
1: icing yeah. on the cake, and with uh, I think there was an article a couple weeks ago about their their floor plan company who like sets up the thing Mm -hmm. decided to step away from e3 altogether too yeah yeah do you think i mean
0: i think so i think that this this ends up being a what's it called it's definitely something that that we're all expecting in terms of this being a huge convention and big conventions being you know careful and trying to like close down and stuff ahead of time just in case things aren't resolved by then Mm -hmm. which I mean, I don't think I don't think really like many people know if they're gonna be like when they're gonna be resolved right now. True. But um yeah, I think being a few months out <clears> and not <throat> really knowing what the landscape's gonna look like, I think it it of course makes sense to close it down early. And I think it's better to announce that it's gonna be closed earlier than than, later. than like if we were hearing in May. And it's like, Okay guys, no no E3 <laughs> now because then by then all the people that had put money into all these things At that point, it's it's like definitely lost. Mm -hmm. Right now, being three months out, I'm curious (laughs) to find out if you know um, when they decided to close down um, or stop GDC from happening, and developers needed that help from the um, the kind of fund donation kind of thing that was being run. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious if a similar kind of thing is needed when it's three months out like this. Um, I'm sure like companies that have put in like things like advertisements around the area and stuff maybe have already lost that money. But those are probably also like larger companies yeah. that if they take a hit like that, they take a hit and it just keeps on moving. Um, if it's going to affect like smaller developers, maybe not always just indie ones, but just kind of like smaller scale developers. I'm curious to find out if that is going to be something we find out or if it's going to be okay because it's in a It's like a few months out from there. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, e3 and i don't know i think i think i think a easy reaction from a lot of people is like this is gonna be the death of e3 And i'm just
1: like i'm like well
0: i don't know let's wait and see till next year guys
1: i honestly (laughs) think this and again i don't want to take like a real bad situation and and say it's like good but this almost almost to me could be a blessing in disguise for Hmm. oh how so ESA because it may oh for the ESA or for the E3 oh okay okay. the conference itself okay um it allows them to to take a step back and and reassess like what E3 is like Mm. what would make this conference still thrive in today's society like what would make what would make people want to talk about E3 and like like oh yeah, this is the big event we're looking forward to. There's like no, nothing bad about it, but this is what we want to talk about. Like, mm. make some like reassess. Like, should we do like digital stuff more, or should we have like like a smaller venue and just have certain things? In, yeah. in that regard, I feel like it le- lets them to think about what they should do in the future, kind of thing, mm. in a sense. Okay, okay.
0: Now, what, um, what when you think of e three, what is e three in your your mind? Like, what, what, what about the show? Is different than like other. I mean, obviously, we we we've never gone to one, but like, what is what is different about E3 to you compared to like other shows that like makes it stand out as being like a bigger deal.
1: Um, that's a great question. Probably there's more. More things shown. Mm, more in terms of like um, announcements. Announcements. And things like that. More. I feel like more um, publishers and developers are there. Mm. It's like the big. It's like it's like the the Super Bowl of games where everyone comes together and yeah, releases yeah. things. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, releasing really but announces things. announces like, things, yeah. And I there's things where like even with like uh, I'm sure for for every conference like PAX and and GDC is a people make like on connections and community building and stuff. Yeah, i'm sure e3 yeah. is really big on that too like everyone's there and like oh mm-hmm. by the way here's this i want to talk to you about this well, let's do this together kind of thing
0: yeah because i think that's that's kind of uh like a big part that we don't see a lot mm-hmm. because we're just kind of looking at the conferences themselves for sure but yeah if if it's tough because the because then it's so if if there's a reactionary kind of mindset with this where maybe next year they're just like hey like or maybe not um not obviously not, not the esa but other companies are kind of looking at this and like hey we didn't have to we just we just made a you know like a highlight reel kind of thing like similar to like a um inside xbox or um <laughs> nintendo, nintendo direct yeah. um <laughs> but we just or state of play i won't leave sony out but um if if we just make our own thing like that and just stream it digi- digitally we don't have to actually go to you know e3 and show up there and pay money to like have booth space and things like that mm-hmm. but i think it's still it still has its own purpose in terms of like kind of like you mentioned like get it, p- getting people together so that they can actually like create deals and um not just deals but uh relationships yep. with other people um that could potentially you know spark like creation of like cooler games that we don't that wouldn't have been created otherwise mm-hmm. because these partnerships and stuff weren't you know founded over there um so i mean i think in in terms of like the the esa i don't think they're necessarily going to i don't think like come next year the esa is like oh man like it's We're not, they're not going to go and be like, Hey guys, you don't need to like come because we did, we did just fine digitally and stuff. And now we'll just, we'll just stream these digital things Yeah. But the ESA still wants people to go because this is their, their business. Business, Um, and then hopefully like companies would still go for that specific, like, um, what's it called? You know, like, um, developer to developer relationships that they can kind of build there. Um, networking. Networking. Uh, as much as word. I hate networking, <laughs> I think it's that it's a, it's a good thing <laughs> yeah. for um, specific cases. I like um, how you had to say. I don't <laughs> like networking. <laughs> I hate the idea of networking because yeah, then it's about like the people you know, yeah, rather than like your own your, skill level yeah, and things like, like that, that, right? And your experience. Exactly. Um, the idea that you need to go to like I don't know like a like a, a fundraiser dinner or something to go and network with people you've never met before and probably will never talk to again. Yeah. Other than the select few people that you like end up going into business with or things like that. I, I think that idea is, is dumb and antiquated. I agree. Um, but in terms of, you know, like going there and meeting up with people because you have specific like goals and like directions that you want to go. I think that is something that can only happen if there's a physical presence for E3. But I think I want to say that a lot of people that worry about E3 dying out and stuff are the ones that only watch the digital conferences anyways. I don't think a lot of people that, like... As, as far as, like, like fans going to the the, the show itself... Because, I mean, the show used to only be, like, industry people. Yep. And then more recently started opening up to to fans to allow, like, extra um, profit, basically, for the, the ESA. But in terms of like people that are are worried about it i don't hear i feel like i don't i don't hear a lot about it's not like i'm hearing every single like site being like oh man e3 is dead e3 is dead just because of the the uh 19 stuff because it's like this is a Similar to, I'm gonna make a sports reference. Michael. Oh, man. oh man, look at this! Similar to um, what's his name, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz. Oh yeah, right. So like him going. I'm glad you got so, his name. I, I knew his name. <laughs> <laughs> so um, him going and, and touching all the microphones and stuff, even though he was infected but didn't yep. know it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's a unhappy accident kind of thing that this this happened. It's not, it's not like. I want to like look at this and be like, Oh man, like, it was
1: intentional it, thing. no again,
0: yeah, not for his case that, i that's I'm not talking about like intent or anything like that, but it's just the the idea that like this was something that happened just kind of like on like a on a on a fluke, yeah, basically, right it's not something that people like perpetrated and stuff like that true it's like this is this is something that happened just because of like what's going on in the world, not something that like the e s a did or like the people. Um, the, the the vendors and things mm-hmm. like that did it's just it just kind of is yeah. right um, similar to like when he went and touched the mics <laughs> and stuff he didn't know he was sick it just kind of was the case and that's just like well that sucks that's kind of hopefully much- hopefully things will be better later you know yeah and that's like just kind of what I hope for 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 e three in general because it's like well if you know and, and let's just make another comparison if GameStop is still around <laughs> and they've been going down like the tube for forever yeah like I would, I would imagine that more likely GameStop dies out before E3 dies out. You know. Yeah. It's like, it's it's it seems like E3 is on a bigger level than like this GameStop, company that's yeah. like slowly limping around and stuff on life support. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, just like I'm like, oh, it sucks because it would be nice if they were like, you know, able to support themselves better. But just kind of the way things are changing, yeah. so it's just. You know, hopefully, hopefully, E3 will still be just fine next year. Maybe different. It may look different and feel different compared to like expectations from like previous years. But you know, things have to change slowly over time, anyways, sure. to, to survive, right?
1: That was, that was a good take. It's, yeah. it, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> it, you're welcome. It's 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 hard to think of a a uh, a video game landscape without yeah like a big yeah. event like e3 in yeah, some capacity it,
0: that's that's what worries me is people are just like oh man e3's three e3 is gonna possibly die now or people are like it's already been dead and i'm just like well guys come on <laughs> stop being so doom and gloom <laughs> and just enjoy it you know like yeah. I, I i'd be sad if e3 was gone all of a sudden just because you know some kind of like random occurrence like this kind of happens and it's just like oh guys well now there's now there's no more of this i'm just yeah. like, well what else is there now guys (laughs) gotta have something because it's like slowly like conferences have slowly kind of like diminished or disappeared over time like um and maybe it's more so i'm just thinking of like the presence of different companies at conferences so like gamescom slowly has become like less important to i mean sony is sony is slowly pulling out of a lot of things but Mm -hmm. um slowly become less important for kind of like big showcase things at gamescom whereas after E3, that was kind of the next like biggest one. But then, yeah, like even things like slightly more obscure things like um, Tokyo Game Show and stuff yep. like it's kind of become smaller over time from what I've kind of seen. And I'm just like, eh, it's things are things are, are slowly changing, changing. And, and you know me, Michael, I don't like change that much. <laughs> not many people do, so <laughs> That's don't worry true. there. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> but you know, you know, Michael. Speaking of change, not many people liking it. Mm. We got we got the second story over here. And this one is talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. And for people that are maybe unaware, Horizon Zero Dawn, a first-party PlayStation exclusive, um, exclusive on the PS4, but not exclusive for much longer, Michael, because it's apparently coming to PC. And this is something that we heard a while ago. Um, Jason Schreier on Kotaku broke that story that it was, you know, rumored it was coming down the pipes and it was going to be released on PC. Um. Mm -hmm. But we finally actually have a you know an actual release date for it, or a release window, I should say. We don't have a date because um, people were were like, oh, we haven't heard anything about it for a while. Maybe it's been like canceled. Maybe the plans are off. Um, but I, there was a bunch of stories that had it there. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. I pulled um, Monica Chin's article on The Verge, and it's saying that um, Sony's confirmed Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC, and you were looking out for it this summer. So pretty soon. Pretty soon, and I was I was partially, um, so I think when we talked about the, like, PS5 um, lineup and stuff, right? Yes. I was of the mindset that, okay, if Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, like, late in this year for PC, then more likely we're not going to get Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, you know, like, when, when the console launches and stuff but if it's coming out a little bit earlier that gives a lot more people time to play, play it, it. Yeah. and then like i assume their goal is like okay get people playing this game that will soon launch on the ps5 and then they'll be like hey well let's go buy a ps5 right Correct. for this new game that we're not going to get to play on pc for probably years at this point
1: yeah but what's what's
0: what's your what's your kind of thoughts on all this michael
1: in in my mind i i don't have an issue with this i think this is a um, a good thing. It gets more people's attention on a Sony game because mm-hmm. PC gamers are a lot. There's a lot of them out there. Yep, yep, yeah, there is <laughs> probably more than console <laughs> gamers. You probably. Yeah. Um, but it, it gets their their attention on this, and if they really like it, and they really want to play the sequel. It'll get them to play PS5 or mm-hmm. buy the PS5. And and I I like games that I enjoy a lot getting more attention. Oh yeah, getting of course, more people yeah. to play it and stuff. So that's that's basically. I, I know. I know. There's the opposite side of like Sony exclusives. Now, I was on Twitter and I mentioned this to you that there's a bunch of people. For, no, oh, sorry. I keep I keep hitting the table. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> this is a subconscious thing. No, no. Um, um, on I know it's the vocal minority of people, um saying oh sony they're exclusive for gone i don't want to play sony anymore mm. this is i'm done with sony kind of thing and stuff <laughs> that was
0: some of the the most ridiculous I takes know, i've ever I know. seen <laughs> and that
1: i want to hope they're like people just trolling but i feel like some people are actually like serious mm-hmm. because their exclusives or this exclusive that's three years old is yeah, going to out, a pc yeah. game mm-hmm. and i understand like oh maybe this will go down the line of like other sony games coming to other consoles and mm-hmm. what's the point of getting a uh playstation at that point but yeah at this point i don't see an issue it gets more eyes on the product of a game that's fantastic yeah so that, that's that's my take at yeah. the moment and I,
0: I think that so i know i know people that people that had those those ridiculous takes you know it's it's hopefully few and far between yeah but the the i i can see the like the the angst from that type of like mindset in terms of like the what's us the the games that are if they're being put out onto like another platform and pc is not necessarily like a competing platform because no, yeah. it's 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 only competing in the sense that like you know like pc gamers are generally from from what i've kind of i'll say like experience and stuff it seems like they're generally like very much so like like oh like we always get the better versions of things which is why we play pc right um because they can you know customize the inner workings of their their towers and things like that um and like kind of optimize everything so that it always looks the best or runs mm-hmm. the best things like that right um whereas people that are playing it on console it's like we get the box and then we play the games And I think part of the draw of that is that, like, one, you don't have to go and put together this, like, you know, few hundred, multiple hundred, like, dollar systems, like, systems, in quotes, um, of a PC in order to play these things. You just have to put down, like, the money for this one box, and then you just play everything on there. Yep. Uh, But then on the number two there, the draw of that is that, yeah, you get these games that you can only play on this specific system and stuff, and that's kind of... I don't know if maybe that's like people that are upset about this. That's kind of like this, almost like like console elitist kind of mindset where it's yeah. like it's like oh, you guys can go it's like I don't care about the frame rates and all these like sixty FPS kind of stuff on on what your on your computers. I don't care about the the teraflops over there and stuff. I just want to play these exclusive games, and you don't get to play these games. Yeah, and that's what we have, kind of thing, right?
1: Now, sorry to interrupt you. Did oh, you no, yeah. when? Xbox announced that they were bringing like Ori and mm. their other exclusives to the Switch. Did you hear people reacting like this? Um, I don't know,
0: but I also maybe chalk that up to being um, that's just the fact nice. that like Xbox was has like less of a less less of the market, right? I guess, in in this generation. So I think I feel like that's probably part of it. Plus, mm-hmm. too, like Ori, what's called? I mean, uh, I think the the bigger first one yeah was cuphead when that one made its move over but it may just be that kind of these smaller not necessarily like AAA titles and stuff mm-hmm. these smaller titles making their way over it almost kind of feels more natural i guess that makes sense as opposed to i don't know if if xbox were to put halo on that would the be Switch, there'd probably be people there'd be a lot of people be <laughs> like what would. are you doing i'm never buying xbox again that's a
1: fair point yeah yeah
0: so i think i think it's a similar kind of thing we're like i mean Maybe it's maybe it's a a good sign of things where Horizon Zero Dawn has become a big enough like property and stuff for PlayStation. Where now people that, when people find out that it's no longer going to be an exclusive and it's going to PC, they're just like, what is the point of me even like playing PlayStation and stuff? Is I can if I can go and play these other games on, on there? PC, yeah. yeah, like if they were to put like the Uncharted games on like PC, I'd be like, wow, this That's is this is a bold move. <laughs> this is a bold move from Sony. I don't know if it's going to pay off the way they want it to pay off, but yeah it's 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 interesting and we kind of talked about that like via like text message and stuff when it was first coming out Mm -hmm. because then like you were mentioning yeah the people that were being all crazy about it and
1: it's it's always the vocal minority and stuff It's like always Mm -hmm. the people on twitter that just like because i was reading through jason's like comments and stuff and people were like oh jason schreier yeah yeah yeah. uh and already for jason schreier he gets a lot of people that hate him on twitter (laughs) and stuff but these people are like just like lambasting and i'm like wow this is insane to me
0: yeah i mean the funny thing for that though and i think i think he also kind of appreciates the the humor in some of these things mm-hmm. is that um some of the people were, were blaming him because oh they're yeah like, they're like you you were i think one of the one of the tweets i read recently was um someone replying to so he he, he just tweeted he tweeted something about um was it um saying that he, he's expecting an apology from the the Sony fanboys who were saying that he was just making things up and stuff, right? And then one of the people in the, the comments said something along the lines of like, oh, like you went and reported on it and so Sony felt like they had to do it and so therefore they went and made it come to PC <laughs> and Jason, I think, reply was like, right. I don't even really know how to respond to this tweet, so okay was <laughs> like, like oh my gosh that's so crazy yeah people sometimes people's logic man it's yeah pretty crazy and i know i have some crazy logic for certain things where like sometimes even like my family members be like what are you, you even think- talking about and i'm just like it makes sense that's in my me. head <laughs> but um but yeah this i'm just like that's that's leave its own (laughs) that's another level of like conspiracy theory that i think i didn't think existed until now i'm just like wow
1: it's out there and it's crazy because
0: because he reports on on these these rumors they become true Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm like okay
1: guys (laughs) i I just want to know how they come to that conclusion
0: yeah right where it's just like it's not true but if jason fryer says it it may become true so we need to make sure he doesn't say these things oh my god (laughs) i just think that's hilarious though yeah
1: do you do you think this is cool though, like that? that yeah, I think I think it's
0: I do think it's cool that it's coming to, to PC because you know, I think the the game is is amazing and other people should be playing it mm-hmm. even if they don't have a, a PS4. If they're that's the thing too is like if you are if you're so like hard up on not getting a console because you only want to play things on your PC where it runs at whatever quality and looks amazing and stuff, um, and you know you're getting the best experience kind of thing. I'm just like okay, cool. It just go play, just go play games. Don't worry about all that stuff. Yeah. Go enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it gets to come to PC and they can then play it there where they are, and it's the only place they want to play things on, then I'm like okay, well, yeah. As long as they're Same. getting to play this this really cool game, maybe they'll understand. They're like, hey, it's not always just about the way things look. You know, sometimes it's about the way story. the game plays and stuff and the story. But um, I think also in terms of, I think the the mindset that people have kind of talked about it in is it's i think people are expecting this to be a you know like a a thing where you know sony and probably even sony they put it out on a larger you know ecosystem right and like i don't even know if it's larger or not but um, they put it on a large ecosystem where it's not in direct competition with you know the the next gen consoles yeah so that a lot of people get to play it and then with the hopes that they'll go and be like hey I really I really like this amazing game. I wanna play the next one. Oh, it's only gonna be on PS five. Well I guess I gotta go buy a PS five. And I think that's the hope and that's yeah. what A lot of people theorize will be the, the reason for all this. But in a in a I almost kind of wonder if this will kind of slightly backfire where I mean PC people, I think, are sometimes notoriously stubborn about patient. going and, yeah, patient, I guess is a good word, but the um, notoriously stubborn about, like, I'm not going to play it on anything else unless it comes to PC. And, I mean, there's so many games that come to PC where it's just, like, you know, if if Horizon Zero Dawn 2 never comes to PC, I don't think people are going to be too, like, bent out of shape about it. Yeah. And so it's just, like, if you, if you give them the hope that these exclusives are going to come to PC, then it's like semi opening the the doors a little bit and it becomes like a almost like a like a weird slippery slope kind of thing where it's like, oh, like do we do we put out these other games as well or do mm-hmm. we only do this one and this is like the testing grounds or do we start to get everything be like cross platform and stuff. And then it's just like, well, the PC people are just going to wait it out. Like they're yeah. not going to they're not going to necessarily care and be like, "Oh man, I love this game so much." I guess I'll go like spend 500 bucks on a PS five so that I can play the, the sequel and stuff now that it's out. But they'll just kind of be like, nah, I'll just wait until, until, until Sony brings it over to PC and then I'll play it <coughs> yeah. So then I'm just like, well, is this going to be like a weird move where now you're making, you know, like a possible minority of people annoyed that your exclusives are no longer exclusives. And now you're just like, well, what do I even buy? Uh, PS like a a PlayStation 4 if it's if it's stuff I can play everywhere why not go and play on things that are more powerful like PC or Xbox Mm -hmm. and stuff which if things if rumors are going to be correct and the Xbox is going to be stronger
1: yeah it uh, it all depends on how Sony who do they feel is their more targeted Mm -hmm. group of people
0: yeah yeah and I almost wonder if this is this is the test bed for it in terms of like the game that they choose to the game that they choose to try and like test the waters with Bringing it across to like PC and stuff to in possibly increase the, I guess like um, fan base for like PS5 systems now, um. And I wonder if Horizon Zero Dawn was chosen simply because like Herman Holst is now running that like worldwide and division and stuff. So not even Gorilla, but yeah. yeah. So he was He's from, from Gorilla. Gorilla. That's what I meant. and yeah. then and that's why it's just like it's an easy pick where it's just like he he maybe doesn't want to go and ask someone else from another studio to like hey let's work on bringing this over to PC kind of things. Mm-hmm. But because he was more intimately tied with, with horizon zero dawn, that it's, it's an easy choice and an easy kind of first one to be like, Hey, let's try this out.
1: Yeah. You know? Not much, not too much risk in doing that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Or not too much um, pushback. Yeah. Pushback, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's probably a good thing there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll, have to, it's we'll interesting. have to wait and see. Yeah. It's always interesting. It's always
1: <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I got we have word. to, I we have word. to
0: try and get through a full episode without saying Interesting. <laughs> It's gonna be tough. I need better diction. <laughs> that plus like <laughs> us like accidentally like slapping the table and stuff. Uh, <laughs> now your legs shaking. You uh, I, You know I can't sit still. <laughs> yeah, regardless. you gotta, gotta sit on those hands, Michael. Now we have we have one more story here, Michael. And the story today is or stories today all all pretty you know, pretty meaty. down in the Yeah, meaty. Also a little like in the not in the weeds, but like more serious, right? Yeah in a way number two is kind of like a a lighter one Mm -hmm. where we kind of just like oh yeah you know game coming to pc it's all good guys um but but number one a little heavier number two also pretty heavy and i think this is actually the heaviest of them um but we have from jason schreier on kotaku he had a pretty long article but a a really great read Mm -hmm. in terms of kind of like looking through everything and it is called as naughty dog crunches on the last of us 2 developers wonder how much longer this approach can last now have you kind of have you kind of seen his article or were you looking at a different source thing
1: no his article yeah i I glossed in stuff nice nice
0: now um The idea here, so we remember that The Last of Us Part 2 was pushed from February. Um, It was originally planned for a February release, and that's what it was announced for. And I think a month after they announced it, they pushed it to May, was it May 29th, I think now? Um, And so a few months, a few months extra time. And I think generally across the industry, people tend to be like, oh yeah, if it's going to take more time, um, take the time and like, you know, it, it... I think a lot of people feel that it can only only make the game better, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But um, Jason Schreier, I think, was one of the first ones to point out that, you know, just because a game is delayed doesn't mean that crunch is now, like, lessened. And I think he kind of goes into that in the article very well also in terms of, I think, even the higher-ups within Naughty Dog, um, based on, like, his sources and stuff, which have remained um, unnamed, Um, but people within the studio that talked with him, um, said that the, the higher ups in Naughty Dog essentially told everyone that, you know, there's now we, we have three extra months, but we expect like the pace that you guys have been at, like this crunch pace to continue as, as usual kind of Mm -hmm. thing, because we, we, although we have three extra months, it's still only three months kind of thing. And we have a lot of stuff to get done. Right. So what's your kind of, um, I think we've had, we've had a few conversations on like crunch overall in different settings, but I think it's, it's one of the first times that we've probably ever talked about like Naughty Dog in that case and stuff. What's your, what's your kind of feeling about all this, Michael? Um,
1: see that that's, this is hard to almost kind of dissect because if it's almost like the video game industry as a whole needs to change their, their Mm -hmm. culture, because yeah. if it's if it's embedded in in their system, like oh you you say, Oh, you don't have to do crunch, but it's there. Yeah. It's going to like with I'm gonna bring a, a point of my sister. Um she she's doing overtime right now. She has been for the past oh, gotcha. couple of weekends. Yeah. yeah. No past I think she's done like ninety five percent of overtime since she's worked. Wow. Yeah. I- um and I asked her, Oh you know, you don't have to say yes. Like her, her our boss is like, Oh, if you want overtime, you can take it. You don't have to, though. But she takes it because in her mind, which I, I get, mm-hmm. that if she does this, takes the overtime, it makes herself look good yeah, in yeah. the company's eyes. So yeah. if there's a the case where they have to like lay off people or whatever, it's like, oh, Amanda, she took the overtime. She's investing in this company. We can keep her. We don't have to fire her kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And I think I also because I think I also talked with her a little bit about that before. Um and she also mentioned that opposite is is also like a fear where if she doesn't take it um then now the when if layoffs do happen she's a relatively newer hire yeah and so it's like oh well she didn't she didn't want to stay and take extra time and yeah. stuff to do like work that we were asking for so let's let's take i don't know jim bob over here jim bob. who who did take the, <laughs> the overtime work name, <laughs> <laughs> who did take the overtime work and we'll just keep him because he seems like he's more invested right
1: and it's 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 a very it's a very passive aggressive kind of thing to do right like it's oh like, no yeah it's, it's totally. Not like, yeah. it's not like the, the company is like blatantly like oh whoa blah 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 but it's like it's almost like a mental thing in the back of your mind you're like oh no if i don't do this mm-hmm. it's not gonna look good on me so it's basically you're they're almost like not blackmailing you, but like forcing you into a corner to decide just like, oh, how much do you like this job kind of thing? Yeah.
0: No, yeah, it's 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 definitely very passive aggressive. And I mean it's and kinda like how we just talked about, because obviously your sister doesn't work in, in game development. No, she doesn't. <laughs> but it's something that is ingrained, I think, in a lot of places. But because game development, I think has a bigger spotlight in terms of that kind of like talk, um, especially like more in the more recent years. Um, I think that's a, I don't know, it's, it's easier for people to kind of see those problems as it compared to, I don't know, random like insurance firm where people are still like crunching and stuff during like tax or insurance. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Um, like a tax firm right? where they're crunching during tax time and stuff. And like, maybe they have to stay really late hours, but you know, then the rest of the year they're like, not too bad. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's something that I assume just is very, common throughout all different kinds of jobs mm-hmm. but th- i want to i want to think that there are probably ways people get around this in other places whereas in specific um settings in like game development and stuff it seems like it's harder to escape those things it's true and kind of going through jason's article um part of the thing that he talked about is that um and i'm, I'm not going to try and like find it because it's gonna be tough but um he mentioned that basically the people working at, at Naughty Dog, um, they have this kind of like pressure from like staff, like, like other, like fellow, like, you know, workers and stuff along with kind of like the, the higher up expectations. And like, even during the interview process, um, those kinds of things are traits that the interviewers look for in like new staff. Mm-hmm. Where they they want someone who is like a perf- I think like Jason was saying they want someone who's a perfectionist who is Willing to kind of like go the extra mile for these like small details that other Developers might just kind of pass by and stuff because that's what Naughty Dog is looking for they're looking for You know, they're looking to, to put out like the best of the best in terms of games and stuff but um, when you're looking specifically for perfectionists and when you're interviewing people and want the people who are willing to stay and crunch basically. Um, and you're kind of purposely putting together this, this, you're putting together like a roster of, of staff that are all willing to do this stuff yeah. without being told like blatantly that they have to do this. Then it's, it's, I think a little bit more like fiendish in a oh, way. Yeah. And it's, it's like predatory, you yeah. know? And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is I'm just like, Oh gosh. Like I, th- I think like after going through this, after reading this, this whole story and kind of the like testimonials from people that Jason had interviewed and stuff, I don't really want to play the last of us part two anymore. Oh really? Yeah. Like I, I think after kind of reading through the whole thing and kind of mulling it over, um, there's especially a part I think towards the end. And let me, let me see if I can find that real quick. But, um, Jason, he doesn't reference um, a specific person here, I think at all because it's, it's, confidential because these people weren't um what uh not qualified what was the word i'm trying to think of they weren't like cleared um they weren't like allowed to talk to like press about this kind of stuff um but he mentions that some of the oh yeah it's right at the end of the thing and i'll just kind of read this part um so oh hold on i'm gonna read i'm gonna read two of the last um sections here so he said on on may 29th the last of us part two will come out uh, those who have those who have worked on it tell me they believe it will be phenomenal, another shining entry in Naughty Dog's quest for excellence at all costs. Some say they think that it's the best game Naughty Dog has ever made. And the last um, section says, yet there are also the, there are also those developers, some of whom still work at Naughty Dog today, who say that there's a part of them that actually wishes the game would fall, would, would fail. A critical flop might help show Naughty Dog that this isn't the best way to make games; that this level of sacrifice isn't necessary. That maybe the project isn't worth losing all of these people. That perhaps no matter how many Game of the Year nominations they win or how high their Metacritic scores climb, all the individual hairs on Joel's eyebrows or the grains of sand in a burlap sack just aren't worth the cost. Yeah, and so when it comes, so what I've had trouble with in terms of like the the term of like voting with your wallet kind of thing Mm -hmm. is that the it's always been in my mind that like oh you know the people that work hard on it and they want people to experience it even if they like suffer like making it and stuff i want to still be able to support them but if i'm hearing that there are people within the process that you know like everyone like still worked on the game they all like suffered together but there are people that want it to fail mm-hmm. i think i'm more inclined to lean towards that side where it's like you know like i don't i don't want if there are people inside that even if i think there even if there was like A handful of people that are inside that like hey like i don't want this to do well because this culture that we have within the studio and stuff really is awful and i want things to change but we can't change it from like our position and stuff i'm more leaning towards that side of like you know i don't then i i do hope it fails and i don't want to like support it and i don't want to play this thing that people you know like suffered in terms of like making and stuff and i'm sure there's suffering in terms of like all types of like games that get made yeah but when it comes from these like really like large studios where we're aware that crunch has been a problem in the past and doesn't seem like things are changing, then it's kind of like, well, you know, like something has to change. And since the, the inside of the company is not changing, maybe I have to change the way that I'm actually, you know, participating as a consumer
1: and stuff. Yeah. that so. that That's a very massive gray area. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. we talked about it with the, uh, even with a borderlands thing or yeah yeah i think we talked about like Red Dead and stuff blizzard and it's 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 do you do you support the people who that you know or that worked really hard on this game and stuff that wanted to succeed Mm -hmm. but then in the back of your mind there's the people who suffered and like who are terrible and stuff that are making this game and want it to be big like what do you do yeah and sorry, the, the people aren't terrible. The, no, yeah, but the, 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 the like things higher ups on. that are like yeah. <laughs> making this go on, like they're producing this game, they're making this game, they want it to do good because it's their game and they want to make money and stuff, kind of thing. Yeah, it's almost like, uh, um, do you do you um, what's the word? Do you differentiate the artist from their craft or whatever? Mm. Like, if the musician or athlete or artist is terrible and does really bad things or you don't like them or whatever do you then not like what they make kind of thing mm-hmm. like do you still enjoy that or do you not or do you push away because what the person did kind yeah of thing? yeah massive gray and i completely understand your take on and stuff
0: yeah so like like i'll just throw like a maybe i don't know if it's an easier example but like a, a slightly i don't know slight maybe slightly easier example to like figure out on like a on the spot like decision kind of thing but like if uh what's a what's a um Think of a a a band that you really like. Like, give me give me a band that you really Uh, like, Michael. Lincoln Park. Okay, so Lincoln Park, right? If if the, I don't know. (laughs) Let's let's. I guess we'll just go. Like, sorry. Just for people that are listening, if if your things are, if if you're listening with like kids and stuff, we're gonna get like real dark for a moment. So you might want to skip ahead for like a few minutes or something. But um. So if Linkin Park, right, like the all, we'll just say all the band members, if they all com- committed a huge like crime, like mm-hmm. they, I don't know, they, as a as a group, they went and beat up on like a group of like school kids, kind of thing, <laughs> and they just like mercilessly like assaulted these kids, and like now the kids are like, you know, they're they're like all in the hospital, and it doesn't yeah. seem like they're gonna make a good recovery and stuff, right? right. Would you still enjoy their music afterwards?
1: Not any music they make from that point on.
0: Okay, so from that point on, so would you even want to enjoy the music before then?
1: It would. It would probably still affect me, but since I have such a tie to that music, mm. if and it, that's where I feel like that's the gray area. If they do something like super heinous, yeah, yeah, like mercilessly beat on kids and put them in the hospital, yeah, then that's that's more of a reason to like, okay, I don't support this group and stuff. Yeah, and and I and I don't want to say what Naughty Dog's doing here is, is... Oh, yeah. That's why I'm not
0: I'm not—I'm not making a one-to-one comparison. Okay, just, okay. I'm trying to throw out like another moral quandary where it's like something bad has happened and so like do you still support that like group that you I, I
1: probably wouldn't listen to any of their stuff they come out, but if... Well, if, I, if, I would just... If also, their song, if their... I keep slapping the table. Stop okay. slapping the table. <laughs> if Is that what you were going to say? No, no, because okay. no, I was going to say if, that... If their yeah, song came on like on Spotify or whatever, I it's hard to be in the moment but honestly I don't think I'd change it mm-hmm. since I have that that nostalgia and it it reminds me of certain times in my life and stuff yeah yeah to be honest again I don't know if if, if in the moment it'd, it'd be different mm-hmm. it could be but yeah because I was going to say it's to, uh head, to,
0: to play like a slight like you know opposite side of that um, if you, you mentioned like in terms of like oh it's snowing again um, you mentioned in terms of the like, the music they create from, like, then on, you don't think you want to listen to it and mm-hmm. stuff. In that in that scenario, I would assume they'd probably be in jail and wouldn't make music. That's, that's, a, fair, that's a fair point, yeah. So, so then it's kind of like, yeah. well, you only really have the stuff that they made previously. Yeah, it's
1: true, it's true. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think for, like, for me, that, like, sours my opinion of them so much that it's like, I don't want to, like, listen to anything to do with you kind of thing. In, in the terms of, like, that specific, you know, thing. So, like, for me, if, if, if I found out that Mrs. Greenapple all of a sudden was like, oh, like, I don't know. They're all, like, secret, like, serial killers. And then, <laughs> and then I find that out, and then it's just like, well, that really sucks because I really liked a lot of your guys' music. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to, like, several, like, albums of theirs, like, over time and stuff now, and I think they're my favorite band I think they've been my favorite band for at least, like, a couple years now, I want to say. But it's just, like, yeah, like, even with all those, like, ties and memories to, like, music and things and all the, the good stuff they've done, I'm just, like, I don't want to... I feel I feel gross, mm-hmm. like, thinking about, like, listening to their stuff, if that were to be
1: a real thing in this scenario. You know, in this yeah. hypothetical scenario. Which is completely understand- understandable, for sure. Yeah, so
0: that's why it's, like, when, when, when I keep hearing about all these, like, bad stories and stuff... coming from um, like the crunch culture and stuff at at Naughty Dog. It's like, I don't really know if I want to keep on. And like that. that's part of it so far where it's like, I don't really want to go and like continue to like play their games, like into the future possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, But like also kind of looking at it too, I think Jason mentioned that um, was it the studio that, or so sorry, the members of the studio that are currently there, is like a very uneven ratio now where it's way more um, junior um, staff members versus like um, senior staff members. I think it said some of the estimates is like somewhere close to like 70% Hmm. of the staff that's there currently is all new staff. And that just means that like they've all, all the other ones have left over time because of like how, you know, like bad it is for their own like lives and like their own like mental and physical health and stuff. And so it's just like now when I, because when I when I previously looked at Naughty Dog as like the 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 name, the company and stuff, I look at it as like oh like they make a bunch of games that I really like, and so I want to support them. But then when we get into the details, and it's like oh like the people that made the like let's say like the uh, Uncharted Four and stuff, the people that made that game are most likely not even at the studio anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like I enjoyed like their work, I didn't enjoy. You know, like "quote unquote" naughty dogs work, right? I enjoy the people who made the games work, not like the studio itself. And I think it's it's a probably a, a distinction that makes it easier to rationalize, like, oh, now I don't feel like I really want to play these games anymore because you're fan, you're fans of the people, not the, yeah. the studio,
1: right? So what if you real, real hypothetical? Mm. What if like Jason came out with a story that that basically said most big game studios or studios that have a good amount of people partake in this kind of like Mm. culture, would you, would you shy away from playing any of those games anymore?
0: I think, uh, yeah. I mean, if, so that, that's kind of like where, you know, the, the rationalization comes out where if there are people within the studio that it's so bad for them that they don't want the game to do well, then I'm, I'm probably, yeah, on that side where I'm just like, okay, well, if you guys don't want to succeed, I won't try and like help it succeed by, by buying it normally I look at games and I'm just like, you guys are working real hard. You guys obviously want the game to do well. So I'm going to buy it because it's something I'm interested in. Something that I want to support for people that I know do good work. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if it's, if people at the place are so unhappy that they're like, I just really hope this thing like fails, then I'm just like, okay, well if that's what you guys want, then I'll, I'm, I'm happy to do that because you guys are the ones creating stuff for us. You know, it's like if, and I know it's not everyone at the studio who feels like that, but it's like if there are some people then it's just like, well you know, if it's even like a little bit, then at that point it's like the the environment is so toxic that mm-hmm. now like people within it are just like, I hate everything about this and I don't wanna be here kind of thing. And it's just like that's that's really that's really sucky, you know. It's true. So I'm just I'm very, I'm very conflicted now. And no, I mean, it's, it's I, like I it's wasn't, very gray. yeah, like I wasn't the, I wasn't, I wouldn't ever say I was like the biggest, like last of us, like fan and stuff. Cause obviously I haven't even finished the first game yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think actually I played a little bit of it. Oh no, that was last week. That was last week I played it. Um, but like, I'm trying to make my way through that and yeah, now I'm just like, oh well there's so many other things I could play. I don't really necessarily need to like support like the, all these things like this, but yeah, I think it's just, it's it's. I don't know. Maybe it makes it easier to like not have to like worry about things like having to play all these different things, and maybe that's part of the the thing in the back of my head. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's 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 giving me that like just to go real simple with it. It's giving me that gross feeling of like, do I really want to play this game that sounds like a lot of people suffered to like make and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't I don't know. Even if people are like, oh, this is like the best game that came out in twenty twenty, I'm still like. I don't know, but like I, know, I think a lot of people do rationalize it, and they're just like, oh, well, you know, who cares about that? It's the best game that came out this year, and I'm going to play the best games kind of thing. And I'm just like, well, I think those those people that are just looking at it like that are the ones that don't really know the names of the studios that create these games mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, They're just like, oh, The Last of Us. I'm going to play that, of course, because I played the first one. It was amazing. But I'm just like, well, then what, what, what studio made The Last of Us? Like, I don't care. It was an amazing game. And I'm just like, oh, it's gosh. True. So it's like the deeper you dive into things, the more likely I think you are to see like the the negative sides. Of oh stuff. yeah, for sure. And I'm sure if we were to dive into a lot of like AAA development cycles and things like that, we'd see a lot of similar kind of things. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 what it is right now, where we see a lot of you know more large scale and like first party developers becoming. No, no, oh not always first party, but um large-scale developers being kind of the ones that have the spotlight shined on them because I think prob- I would assume it's probably because it's affecting more people in terms of like the size of the studio. Mm-hmm. If you have like a studio of like 20 people, you may be less likely to find out about, you know, like crunch practices within that studio. But then it's also likely an easier fix within a smaller group of people. Whereas like within a studio of like hundreds of people and stuff, like how do you start to scale that back without also affecting like the the game in the end kind of thing. true. Yeah. And I think over time, I'm, I'm slowly becoming of the mindset of just like, rather than delay the game, just put them out. Like, I don't really, I think a lot of people are always like, oh, like the, and I think I, I originally was thinking about it in the same way where it's like, if you need more time to work on the game, do it. And then the game will be better and it'll all be fine. We have a lot of things to play. And I still believe that we'd have a lot of things to yeah, play as do. it is now, I'm fine if you delay some of these things um, and you just take the time to work on it. Cause if it needs the, if it needs the work, just do it. Right. Um, but I think I'm, I'm changing now where after kind of hearing and I think a lot of this is because of, of Jason kind of like revealing these things where mentioning that like just because a game is pushed out doesn't mean that the crunch stops, you mm-hmm. know, or, or gets less. It's like there's still the same amount of crunch for a longer period of time now. And so I'm like, oh yeah, that is a that is a real thing that I hadn't really thought about and has started to come to light more and more. So I'm just like, well, rather than just delay these things, just put it out. Like if it's if it's broken when you put it out, it is what it is and then
1: just or, move on, you know. Or this goes a whole different story. Don't even give a release date.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's a smarter thing. That's what yeah. I hope starts to happen is I, that you don't get release dates until the thing is almost done. Mm-hmm. Because giving the date means that you're now moving toward yeah the pressure of moving towards like a publicly known um like release time period and then having to meet that and then if you don't meet it you have to push things back and then you enter like a state of even like higher crunch just to to meet this new release date and stuff
1: oh goodness
0: i know it's it's crazy michael a lot of crazy things happening
1: man jason's doing great work
0: he is man i like number number one games journalist probably ever probably US, yeah i'm just like yep if I when I think of someone who who always brings the news, you know that you need to know, mm-hmm. I think it's always been Jason. And but I, I I can think of other journalists' names, but I can't think of other journalists that report in a similar
1: way. That no, he does, yeah, he's you know? very consistent and
0: in- yeah, like consistent and very like like he he in my mind he actually like dives in and does like journalism, mm-hmm. you know, research and stuff. yeah. Or like. I find that a lot, and maybe it's just kind of lately, but I find that a lot of sites when you go to them and stuff, it's people that are kind of linking to other sources kind of thing where it's like, oh, like we found out today that via, and I'll just go with the E3 thing, that via like Ars Technica and Bloomberg that E3 is going to be canceled kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not like people actually going and like, what I always imagine for for journalism is like meeting in like coffee shops or dark alleys and stuff and just like... (laughs) Yeah, maybe dark alleys i don't yeah. know how do how do journalists work michael i have no idea <laughs> i imagine a meeting in like secluded places yeah like secluded places where like hey you got the goods and, and not not like drugs but like um you got the you got the information and it's like okay but you didn't hear from me and then
1: just a you remember that movie i'm pretty sure you were there State of play with russell crowe
2: he's State that journalist play. i'm
1: pretty sure you watched it with me i don't think you so. he did he was the journalist on the war he uncovered more stuff and he was always like going through people it's like oh do you have the information like yeah I got the information hmm. like security stuff I'll show you a picture about it later okay yeah I was like the sure name
0: the name doesn't sound familiar but also the only state of play I can think of now is PlayStation
1: I might be getting the name wrong oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's state of play <laughs> but I could be wrong gotcha okay okay, okay. but yeah. yeah he's it's 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 good that there's somebody out there reporting on things like this
0: yeah yeah I wish there was more people that were doing oh, yeah. stuff like this because this is like stuff that I think is, you know. Oh, real important. Yeah, real important and kind of stuff that needs to happen more often. It can't just be Jason going around doing no, this because yeah. eventually Jason is going to have been. to retire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Jason can't be the, the number one games journalist forever. No, he can't. He has, to, he has to eventually stop working. You know, it's it's just the way that everything's going to work and then who's going to replace Jason afterwards? You got to start training these, got to <laughs> start training these games journalists now. Michael. Oh, man. We'll get uh, Rebecca Valentine on the case, you know. There we go. Owen good... <laughs> oh yeah owen is good michael mcwarder michael McWhorter. get him on the case michael
1: oh. i know i have that's, their numbers i'll, I'll do it <laughs> 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 i'll give him a call
0: it'll just be a moment um but yeah that's what we got for the opinion report this week michael
1: but you know mm. if there was a game mm-hmm. a certain game that could be an exclusive oh that could have some probably negative stuff in its developer
0: company <laughs> company history
1: history maybe but we don't know yeah. unless jason reports on it that's true and it's exclusively on sony oh man where would i find this information
0: <laughs> it's, wait, it's on it's on playstation, <laughs> PlayStation. exclusively on sony and playstation okay, okay. <laughs> well then you'd probably go to the entire list of upcoming software on the playstation network as listed by oh who is it this week i just making sure i'll make sure brett elston it's brett elston, elston. again I'm curious if Brett Elston is just gonna take over now. Maybe. I might have to change the name of the segment, Michael. It's gonna throw me in a tizzy for weeks, I tell you. A
1: tizzy indeed. Yeah. (laughs) What a word. (laughs) As listed
0: by Brett Elston, brought to you by the Bros and Consoles co hosts each and every weekend. Mm. Now, Michael, we have sixteen games coming out this week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bob Barker bust through my door. (laughs) Hey, stop singing that song, it sounds like my song.
0: I have to actually... I should listen to the prices, right? It's, to it's see. very similar to that. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to say, because I, I, should, I should figure out if it is the same thing and I just don't know it or if it's just like... Or if it sounds similar. Yeah. But then I worry that like, you know, if I go and listen to it, You're gonna maybe like I'm going to actually do that do exactly actions. how they do it. And I'm just like, no, no, no. I got to stay away from that. <laughs> uh, it's like Inception, you know? It is. Um. But this week we've got 16 games, Michael. Mm. So I say we play a little bit of the...
1: The G scale. G scale. I was going to say something else. I was like, nope, not that scale. <laughs> what kind of scale were you thinking of? <laughs> right?
0: uh, so, for people who are unfamiliar with the G scale, what we do is we rank the games on the PSN drop because there's sometimes way too many to you know talk about, and sometimes they don't really all need to be talked about. But uh, we kind of give you our initial first look impressions of what it seems like it's going to be in terms of the different G's on the G scale. Um, the top top rated one i don't know if we've given i think i've given one of them
1: i think i think i I, I gave i
0: gave a gem to under hero which i still stand by now now because i I think i I forgot to go and back and be like which ones did i give gems to and i want to know if i still stand by it right but yeah for that one i still stand by it i think if i gave that to it
1: i don't know if i've given any gems i don't think i have
0: yeah yeah michael's michael's well i guess i've only given one so we're both still pretty good with like the, yeah giving out the the gems when when we deem necessary mm-hmm. um, but yeah the gem is the top honor then we have um great i believe see i'm forgetting my own scale we have a uh, gem we have great we have good we have a generic garbage uh oh, oh guilty pleasure oh that's right guilty and pleasure then garbage. And garbage yeah and so i think what we can do is i'm gonna i'm gonna change the rules a little bit i think what we did is i said that if it was a If it was garbage, we don't have to read it, right? Okay. Um, But I think if it's going to be a guilty pleasure as well, I'm going to skip over it. Because that means we're reading like five out of six of everything. This way, we read two-thirds of them, you know? Look at you. If that's the case. Look look at me (laughs) making making rules and things, you know? Um, So the first one we have here is called Chop is Dish. Coming to the PS4 on March 16th. What are, we, what are we looking at of, of this so far?
1: I looked at video. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say generic.
0: Okay, I think I'm on I'm a similar view of this. Um, Choppa's dish tells the story of one cook who was robbed by some mystical creatures. Some strange monsters had suddenly appeared in his forest and stole his master chef's chunk of beef. Our cook needed this meat for his ultimate dish, and now it's gone. He has to act quickly and dangerously by pursuing the thieves and recovering his grand ingredient.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think that just that just too. gets past the guilty pleasure part. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just like, what is this game? Then we have Doom 64, Michael. Do you ever play Doom 64? No. Okay. Do you ever have an N64?
1: At my friend's house. Oh, okay. Wait, so did you have an N64? No, I never owned one. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, thought you, I thought you said, did you play the N64? I'm <laughs> oh, like, yes, gotcha. I At my friend Sebastian's house. Gotcha, gotcha. I was, like,
0: <laughs> I was like, why would you have one, but it left it at your friend's yeah, no, house? Yeah, no, 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 I never.
1: Never had
0: an N sixty four. Okay, okay. So this is coming out on March twentieth. Um, I don't really know anything about Doom sixty
1: four. I don't either. I'm but say I think I've
0: heard that it's it's either good or great.
1: I would say great.
0: So I'll i I'll say good because I have no idea. Okay. Um but and I and I forget if Doom sixty four is one of the ones where people are like, Oh yeah, that's this it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Um but we have here celebrate Doom's twenty fifth anniversary with the release of Doom sixty four. Originally released in nineteen ninety seven. That's nuts. Um, and now available for the first time on PlayStation consoles. As you battle through more than 30 action-packed levels, be on the lookout for enhanced weapons and secrets to help you put an end to the demonic threat. Nice. Nice, very nice. Now we have Doom Eternal coming out on March 20th. PS4 as well, Michael. What what you, s- you think? I'm going to
1: say great. Okay, okay. From playing the Doom, the newest mm-hmm. one. And they're changing thing, or I don't know how much they're changing it, but it looks slightly different with new mechanics. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm not going to say gem. Okay, okay. Because I didn't feel that way about doom. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm going to say great. Okay.
0: This is tough for me. I think, so I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through. I'm vacillating between gem and great mm-hmm. because what I've heard is that it's better than doom 2016 which is an awful way to have to say it all the yes. time. It's it's better than the Doom reboot in 2016. And I like that one quite a lot. It's a good one. It wasn't so I wouldn't have said that that was like only good. I would have said that that was a great Yeah, game. that was great. Even though I am mentally exhausted after playing a few hours of that game, like just it it shows me that I'm really invested in it and like constantly on on edge and like on the edge of my seat, a lot of like tension and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm getting tired from playing a video game, and, and and i'm just sitting there <laughs> then i'm just like okay there's a lot of things happening here and it's it's a pretty great game right so hmm, i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a great okay on the the possibility that it may become a gem after i play it okay so, That's so we'll we'll revisit this probably then we have epic word search collection coming to ps4 and vita on tuesday cross by michael <laughs>
1: Guilty pleasure.
0: Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. Sorry, guys. Um, if you want to go and get it, though, I think there's a bunch of trophies associated with it. There's like 30-something trophies, I believe. A lot of bronzes, mm-hmm. but there are some gold and silvers and a platinum. Um, then we have Explosive Jake coming to PS4 and Vita on the 18th. Actually, this doesn't say cross by. I'm worried now. I don't like that. What would you think? I'm going to say
1: good. Oh, I looked at the trailer, okay, okay. and it's like a arcade bomberman.
0: Ah, slightly okay okay
1: it looks very unique
0: okay i did get a slight bomberman vibe from it
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think based off of what i could tell all I'll, because it's it's between guilty pleasure and and what's it called generic i'll i'll say generic okay because if it's if it's not cross by shush computer, if it's not cross, is that a determination? <laughs> wow, that's part of it. Because I have <laughs> I have I have no I have no idea what Explosive Jake is. I've seen like screenshot things, but I'm like I've never heard of this game. Yeah, it's I believe is is being published by Sometimes You, which are known for their trophy games as well. Mm. Which I'm just like, oh. it looks it looks pretty cool. Yeah, so me. I'll say I'll say generic, just because if it's gonna be a a Bomberman-esque kind of game, then I'm just like, well, Bomberman exists already. So, yeah. therefore, you're, you're kind of ripping him off. Um, so, yeah, I'll say generic for that one. Okay. Um, Explosive Jake is a classic arcade game. Not only humans are afraid of dark and deep dungeons. Our hero is a little skeleton with an unhealthy love of explosions trying to escape from dangerous castle dungeons, help him avoid enemies, and explode his way out.
1: Yeah, that sounds, like, right, it sounds yeah. like
0: Bomberman, if he's a skeleton.
1: Our kind of kind of slightly looks like Cuphead. Very, very yeah slightly. yeah that's
0: yeah that's that's that being a little a little i think yeah real, real close like <laughs> liberation with that one but yeah it's got a cartoony kind of look mm-hmm. cuphead looks way better oh for sure yeah um and that's only the the cover art yeah. i don't think the game looks Zarky quite like that
1: either pixelated yeah yeah
0: um then we have comico coming to t- ps4 on tuesday michael this 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 is kind of a this is something because we've both played yeah this we both game. played this what did you think of this game?
1: I thought it was good. Oh, okay. Cool. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go great mm-hmm. because it, it it was short and simple and sweet. So when yeah, I think yeah. of short, simple, and sweet, I think of good. Mm-hmm. So it was good to me. Oh, sorry. I thought you still had. <laughs> no, 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 no that, that was it. <laughs> I thought you still had more there. I was no, like, oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, Michael. There, there wasn't. It's not a very deep game story wise. Mm-hmm. In three three characters, and it's not generic. It's much better than generic. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's it's a it's a very um, I don't want to say poor man's Zelda because that's that's a bad way to put it, mm. but it's like a toned down Zelda. Yeah, tone, no, tone I, down I, Zelda. I can see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I I think it's a good game too. Um, Kamiko is a game styled around Japanese Shinto beliefs. Fight as a as priestesses and battle against demons while solving puzzles to make your way through the stages. Look no further if you're looking for an arcade action game with a
1: twist. Oh
0: yeah I like i like this game quite a lot mm-hmm. man i was like for a long while i was like i want to play this on ps4 because of trophies but lo and behold it was only available in japan at the oh, yeah. time and i'm just like well <laughs> i guess i gotta go i already i actually know japanese not, account i think that's not true i already had a japanese yeah account. <laughs> but i was just like i guess i have to find a way to purchase it with my japanese account Oh my! Gosh. which i'm like i'm not gonna go through the internet and buy a japanese psn card because it's too much work i really don't know why i didn't think to buy a psn card when i was in japan mm-hmm. I, that was should have i should have done that that's hindsight fine. poor decision to not do that that's fine um but i was just like man now i can't play Comico. i have to play it on the switch i guess no trophies No trophies So i went and did that and i was like oh it's a great game yeah actually yeah. right, good game Yeah. but yeah so i i liked it quite a lot and now that's coming to ps4 i may have to nice it'll probably be five bucks there. also there was it five bucks on the yeah. Switch? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. We'll see, we'll see. Then we have uh, La Mulana One, and La Mulana Two is also coming up soon. But would you, would you?
1: Do you ever play any of the La Mulana games? Nope.
0: Okay. I think they had it on Vita
1: before. So I'm gonna say, I was gonna go with guilty pleasure, mm. but I'll probably say generic.
0: Okay. I think I've heard people enjoyed this this series and stuff, and I I think looking at the if these are, I'm not even sure if these are the same things. This is coming to PS4. Yes. For both of them, and and Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, Switch too. But um, but I mean, like, it's like they were on the Vita, and I'm curious to find out if they're the exact same game, and it's just been like a port now. Because hmm. if it is, I've heard good things, so I'm gonna say good. Oh, okay. And I'll, I'll just say it blanketly for both of them because, you know, might as well. They both look like Indiana Jones. You they know? do. Um. So La, La Mulana One. The description says, experience a classic tale of exploration, puzzle solving, and deadly action. Take control of archaeologist Lemeza Kosugi. That's an interesting name. That
1: is a very interesting
0: name. Like the the first name is not Japanese, but the last name seems very Japanese. Um, And navigate through puzzles, traps, and deadly guardians to claim the secret treasure of life. Will you succeed in unraveling the secrets of La Mulana, or will you fall victim to the dangers that surround you? And they're both coming out on Tuesday for PS4. I'll just read the next one. Experience a classic tale of exploration, puzzle solving, and deadly action. That's the same exact thing. Yeah. All right, hold on now. Renowned archaeologist Lameza Kosugi has gone missing, and his only daughter, Lumisa, can find him. Oh. <laughs> Enter Eglana. Oh boy, what's happening here? An upside down version of the legendary ruins of Lamulana. What will you find at the end of your journey? Triumph or defeat?
1: I'm gonna change my uh my rating to good too. Oh, okay, okay. For the first one as well. Yeah, for both. Gotcha. Because I looked at screenshots Mm -hmm. and it's different than what I thought it was. This is the one game I didn't look up because I just assumed it was like a puzzle game. Oh no, yeah, no, this this is like a
0: it's a it's a cool like puzzle slash action kind of game. Yeah, platformer too looks like. Yeah, yeah, two D action platformer Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So so, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll I'll stick with good too. Nice, nice.
0: Then we have MLB The Show 20. Now, I don't even know if I should even rate this because I don't play sports games, yeah. you know? What, what, what do you think of Michael?
1: Who, who, you know who this guy is, though, right?
0: <laughs> Derek Jeter. Come on. All right.
1: Well, get in the team he's on first.
0: Oh, come on. The The Cubs. Yeah. Come on, easy. The Charlottesville Cubs. Chicago Cubs. Cubs exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Javier Baez. Oh,
1: gosh. I was never going to get that, <laughs> Michael. going to get that crazy. I'm going to rate this Who is this that, as... Edge
0: screaming in the background? What's going no, on that's,
1: here? that's That's Javier also. Oh, it's him also. Yeah, it's him also. All right. <laughs> but uh, this is just bad cover right now. I'm gonna rate now. this as great. Oh, because okay, I've heard okay. really good things about this. Mm. Um, and the show twenty, the show twenty, yes. Okay. And from playing the show nineteen, they've definitely did things differently from eighteen, mm-hmm. which eighteen was eighteen was good. There was things here and there that wasn't very great, but yeah, yeah. nineteen was very very good. So, and I've heard they've even changed more things even more. So. I'm going to say great. Know. Okay. Which okay. I will probably get this game eventually. Maybe okay. with most of the show games. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll 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 throw in my like half caveat of like I think it's it's probably going to be great mm-hmm. just because the show is like such an under appreciated oh, franchise. Sure. Or I mean like in terms of like people talking about it, it's very underappreciated. but in terms of like the people that play it, they yeah. really
1: love it. Because people don't like baseball that much
0: Well I think even Like it's a huge like franchise on And it's an exclusive Yeah Or it was an exclusive for the longest time And now it's going to be everywhere. I think everywhere But yeah But I mean the the fact that You know I don't think I ever hear complaints About no. the show Like as, as a series mm-hmm. I hear complaints all the time About like Madden and, and NBA NBA 2K And things like that But I don't hear it about the show Nope Which is a really is good It's consistently good Yeah so I'm just like Yeah I, I believe in them uh, then we have Neverlast coming on Tuesday.
1: I looked at this up. Uh huh. I don't want. I don't want to say garbage. First person fantasy game. Interesting. It looks like they ported. It's not ported, but it looks like a mobile. Oh, gross! It like <laughs> Skyrim, Elder Scrolls. Oh, it's.
0: But, but, but I would assume, but worse than oh, than Skyrim. Oh, much right? worse. Like, it's a, it's a very, <laughs> like we're going back to Morrowind times or something, maybe?
1: It looks like phone graphics and... Ooh, rough. Slash. Yeah, I think, I, I, think I vaguely
0: remember this came out on the Switch a long while ago. Yeah. Like a long while ago. Probably even last year. But yeah, I, I want to say probably... I'm just going to... I'm just gonna make the garbage
1: decision. Okay. I'm just gonna garbage. Okay. What, what did you say? I was gonna say I was leaning more towards garbage anyway, too. okay, okay. Um, then we have RBI baseball twenty. You know who this guy is, right?
0: Oh man.
1: And his team, obviously.
0: Hunter Pence.
1: That's not him. You're good, baseball players at least. <laughs> <laughs> Christian I actually know that's not Hunter Pence. Christian Yelich.
0: Oh, okay. The okay. Milwaukee Brewers. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, they say that he's he's always he's always like talking real loud. But it's just because he's he he likes to yell
1: yellish. Sure. He was saying? the MVP last year, so. <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna say good. Okay. Because okay. I've heard good things about R.B.I. Baseball, like okay, not okay. not like oh man, this is the next game or not. This isn't like the show, but it, it's good for what it is, kind of thing.
0: Okay, okay. So if I said, I think I said great for the show. The show. I'll say, because uh, it's it's tough because there's no between good and generic. Because I've heard that people don't really care for the RBI series, mm-hmm. especially when you compare it with the show. But yeah, when you compare it to and the it, show. And it's coming out the same week, guys. Yeah. Like, come on. Space these things out. Um, I'll say generic okay. for now. And this is coming from someone with no baseball experience. But <clears throat> wait, did we even read the show nope. one? I just realized. My bad, guys. That's okay. So MLB The Show 20 is what baseball dreams are made of with new ways to play, greater customization, and more exciting new paths to take in rewards, or sorry, to rake in rewards. This is the biggest and best show ever. The Show 20 is your ticket to play America's pastime your way. Oh. And now we'll compare that with RBI Baseball 20's description. Legends start here. There's Periods in between each one of those words. I don't like it. Um, Unleash greatness with your MLB crew in RBI Baseball 20 rbi redefines arcade baseball action what arcade baseball action with massive advancements including brand new batting pitching and base running controls all new broadcast style pitching camera major visual improvements and more authenticity
1: major visual
0: improvements. that's a fragment of a sentence have i ever heard one yeah man all right well i guess that's actually no that was just a big run-on sentence that's what so. that was okay yeah, so if you really want to play baseball games this week, you have your, your pick. That's true because yeah.
1: the season is delayed. So, can just, oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. There Spring you go. Season has been canceled, so they're going to delay the opening season.
0: Ah, it's all making sense now. Yep. I mean, not not the lining up, of, <laughs> not the lining up <laughs> of, the, of the releases of this these games, along with the baseball season getting delayed. It's Like they do. <laughs> oh man, crazy, crazy foresight there. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a game that you talked about last week, Michael.
1: Yes. I'm gonna say good. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. So so disappointing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we have Rainbows, Toilets, and Unicorns coming out on the seventeenth for PS4. Um, and we kinda talked about this one before. Yeah. We'll just we'll skip past. It. It's a shoot 'em up, guys. Mm-hmm. You can you can With memes. fly on a rainbow and shoot up memes, you know? Um, then we have Red Death coming on Tuesday to PS four what are you thinking of here i
1: tried to look up a video but there's i couldn't find anything i think i think it was the same for me as well. i have no idea i'm gonna say generic yeah i'll say that too
0: until i hear more
1: about it yeah we'll just we'll leave it we'll leave it there blast through waves
0: of arcane enemies and take down monstrous bosses as you defend the earth against an unknown calamity as a prologue to project starship what is project starship that sounds familiar um vertical bullet hell shoot 'em up red death sets a collision course against a full-scale invasion bent on eradicating humanity presented in nostalgic four-tone style was project starship something that we talked about about this one before yeah yeah was that the one that's also coming out like that one came out from i think like east asia soft um the the publisher there yeah it had
1: the dude the dude the guy and girl in like red leather suits
0: yeah if that's the case i may have to bump this down to a guilty pleasure because oh, no. that one i was looking at the trailers and i was like oh that was bad i didn't expect it to be that bad well but well okay. i guess we'll see we'll find out next week if we need to change that's it that's a shame <laughs> then we have round guard coming on tuesday michael have you seen anything about round guard
1: i th- no. i think this is another one i looked up i couldn't really find too much about it Oh, did really? You? Dang.
0: So I played this at PAX. Oh, did you? This was this was very cool. Um, so I'm going to say, because I think I enjoyed it quite a bit, and if I got the chance to play more of it, I'm going to say... Oh,
1: this is one that's like Peggle.
0: Yes, it's like Peggle oh, okay. mixed with a dungeon crawler kind of thing, or like a roguelike, I should say. Let's so say... what are you, you going to say? Good. I'm going to say great. Oh, okay. I'm putting, I'm putting some faith in the developers of Roundguard here. There you go. Because it's not just like regular because regular peggle i'm like eh. regular peggle for me i think is like a fine game yeah you know? it like skirts the line between like generic and like good mm-hmm. in my mind uh, but this one it like takes that peggle formula and then Jump spices up. it up with like you're getting like loot as you go through mm. as well as like your characters have special abilities depending on who you choose okay So like the mage um can use her <clears throat> ability to basically like hit like a lightning bolts like across the screen kind of thing to take out bad guys and then the the rogue can do a kind of like a mid-air double jump ability kind of thing mm-hmm. i think the i forget what the uh the rogue or not the war, rogue um the warrior character does he has some other kind of like extra like attack ability kind of thing i think right but it's it's cool though i like i liked what i played
1: very unique i like that
0: yeah yeah so i'll, I'll say great um castle Springbottom is under attack it's up to the round guard to save the king and recover his gold, fling your hero into the face of danger and bounce off hordes of dangerously cute monsters to reach the bottom of the dungeon. With only one life, you'll need to learn how to navigate hazards, make strategic choices, and master your hero's skills if you hope to defeat the final boss. Very oh, cool. cool. Very cool. Then we have Thunderpaw, coming to PS4 and Vita on Tuesday. It's a cross by Michael.
1: Um, I'm going to say generic. I looked at the video, it's a platformer. Mm-hmm. okay okay. shooter thing It doesn't really look like it stands out too much
0: okay i'm gonna say guilty pleasure okay i think this is most likely coming out from rada so if i do end up playing it and find out then yeah if i do end up playing it and i and i find out it was better than that then i'll let you guys know lately though they like i like we said last week they've been releasing games and they haven't been on sale originally i'm just like oh guys you guys are you guys are expecting a bit much now <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh i think the last game of this week yeah we have tt isle of man ride on the edge 2 that's the full title and it's like two t's i don't know what the Ts stand for i don't either um, let's say twin track twin track Could isle be. of man 2 oh wait twin track isle of man ride on the edge technical track ah so close (laughs) okay um this is coming out on the 19th i'm gonna say generic generic. yeah yeah racing across an over 60 mile or sorry 60 kilometer long ultra technical track at breakneck speed requiring realistic riding skills that is the challenge that awaits in tt2 oh could you guys just shorten to that that's i don't that's that's weird lots of new features lie ahead Open world, reworked physics, classic motorbikes, and more. Fine tune your motorbike, upgrade its performance, and monitor its data in real time to stay competitive. Alright, guys, you guys yeah. are not selling me on this game
1: here. Sounds fantastic.
0: Yeah, you lost me where you're like, oh, requiring realistic riding skills. Be like, well, that's not something I do on the no, regular. No. <laughs> I don't just go race on motorcycles. I tell you, Michael, sometimes these people. Mm-hmm. But that's what we got for. Oh, I got so many computers. There's on a lot right of now. noises. <laughs> that's what we have going on for this week for the PSN store, Michael. If I didn't want to play any of these games, which mm-hmm. I'd be shocked, I'd be I would shocked be shocked if too. people didn't want to play any of these games because a lot of good stuff. Where would I go if I want to only play something on the
1: Switch? Uh, you would go to the weekly Nintendo Switch picks, and this week I have three games. Nice, nice. The first one. This one looks super. Super intriguing. Yeah. Coming out on March 16th, 2020, This Strange Realm of Mine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Embark on a journey for answers to who you really are. This Strange Realm of Mine is a first-person shooter mixed with poetry and psychological horror. Mm -hmm. In Realm, you explore your afterlife. On your quest, you'll find characters in different situations with their problems and thoughts on life. You can invite them to your tavern, a safe haven in the midst of all the chaos. You'll also meet... A spiritual guide who, who will take you through your experience as a lost soul. You'll come across monstrous beings who are eager to put your, their teeth in you. There are several ways to rid yourself of them, ranging from guns to melee weapons. Be ready to get your hands dirty and watch the blood drip slowly from the roof and walls. Jeez. <laughs> now, this looks a lot like if you like mixed um, Minecraft with uh, yeah. Um, uh, one Last Dungeon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that I have on the Switch mm-hmm. like but a first
0: person dungeon crawler with Minecraft, aesthetic. yes,
1: but there's also like, like, uh, character depth and like, um, yeah, um, chat boxes that pop up, like, you can talk to people. Mm-hmm. And then in the last picture, there's like a 2D section too, like a p- yeah. 2D pixelated section, yeah,
0: it looks like an interesting mixture of things.
1: It does, it looks i'm i feel like i might buy this because it looks super unique i haven't seen anything like this before yeah i'm, I'm intrigued mm-hmm. to say the least and then for my next one um coming out on march 20th
0: oh surprise surprise 20
1: <laughs> doom 64 oh that is a surprise. <laughs> that was a surprise for real yeah it's coming out on march 20th oh no i know that <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I, uh, like that I i'm surprised game? i'm surprised that you're excited for doom 64 yeah i've never pl- i've never played any of the old games so oh, okay okay. celebrate doom we already talked about it, i don't have to talk about this before yeah, but yeah. it's it's the 64 version of doom since i never got to play the nes or is it was it only for the nes or super nes when it first came out doom are you talking about doom 64 no the one before doom 64 oh i have no idea where okay it first well i came didn't out, play any yeah. of the old ones so and i don't do they have the old ones on the switch too yeah, they do. Yeah. They do? Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. I think they
0: have them on there. They have them on Xbox and PS4 mm. and stuff as well. But,
1: yeah. It reminds me a lot of... Did you ever play a game when you were younger? It was It was like a Chex Mix superhero guy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. where he would get slime.
0: Yep. I don't remember what that game was I called. I don't either. But, but I played it, yeah.
1: It this reminds me of that. I'm sh- I know that was a play on this, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it'd be cool to check how these games played and how they are. Okay. okay. But more importantly... Oh, there we go. Coming out... On the twentieth, already pre-ordered. Nice. In my case, at a price point of fifty nine ninety nine. But if you get it on Amazon and you have Prime, you get ten dollars off, so forty nine ninety nine. Oh, is that how you got it? Yeah. Nice. Um, because I want the physical copy. That makes sense. Um, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Nice. This, to put it simple this game is basically a slice of life. You're playing a slice of life, <laughs> and is exactly what I want. Yeah. You build your town. Hence, island now, Mm -hmm. you mingle with your neighbors, you collect things, you fish, you hunt, you... Everything you think you do in life on an island or whatever, this game has it. You shake trees for for cherries. You get stung by bees, you can go (laughs) to the museum, and in this one, you can terraform the land now.
0: Yeah, because we do that in real life (laughs) with islands, right? (laughs) obviously. Obviously.
1: But it's such a relaxing experience. Okay, okay. And I'm going to be playing this game like nobody's business.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, I expect you that you will be probably only playing this game for quite a while. Probably. Well,
1: only Switch game B- for yeah, a while. Yeah, besides, <laughs> yeah, only Switch game for a while. Well, but, well,
0: Hollow Knight is the other one that I would expect to be on, like, played on Switch and stuff. Yeah. You. it I
1: gotta beat it still, though. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, okay. this, get it, please get it. That's all I need to say. Get it. <laughs> just get it. You <laughs> will like, not be Please upset. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Now, I'm curious, because I know that you really love um, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you play Animal Crossing, do you name the character after
1: yourself? Uh, no. Oh. You I know, I know when I when I was younger, yeah. I used to name the character after myself. Yeah. But now I just, whatever name that comes to my head, I'll pick.
0: Okay. Because I'm curious in terms of, like, Animal Crossing- because it is like you living out a life of someone on an island kind of thing like do you have a vision in mind for like how you play these games and stuff in terms of like oh because there's i there's not a huge emphasis on story in Mm -hmm. animal crossing if i'm if i'm correct there yeah
1: you're not wrong there's
0: but in terms of like the the character then because it's like oh like you are this character and you're living out your life however you want however you want to live it on this island and stuff like i'm curious how you like play that game in terms of like if you don't name it after yourself like are you just kind of are you still playing it as if you were living that character's life or are you now just being like this character is going to be you know they're going to be the best woodchuck a wood <laughs> could chuck you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> like, i i i tend to like with in most cases of like slice of life stuff like if, if i either like read it in a manga Mm-hmm. or um watching on an anime or something um i it's it's an escape and i don't like putting myself into that position i okay, like experience okay. it like i'm watching somebody else do it gotcha because it takes me out of my but then you're self. but
0: you're like that because that makes sense for me in like story-based games mm-hmm. where it's like you're you're not you're not that character the character is who it is right mm-hmm. but it's like because there's no, like, story grasp there. Is it just, like, are you, like, playing? And you're just, like, oh, like, you just kind of, I don't want to say, like, wander aimlessly. But it's, like, you don't really have, like, a, a set goal. You're just, like, you know, today I want to go and do this kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like, how how long does that generally, like, last for you in, in these kinds of games, do you think?
1: Like, how long will I play these? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: how long do you, like, stick um, with these types d- of games? If,
1: if I play it a lot, it'll be a couple months. Okay. But,
0: like, time-wise, you know, like, within that couple months, is it, like, you play like hours on end for like each day kind of thing or is it like a like a here and there like half hour
1: each day kind of the thing? the the more i upgrade my town obviously or island or mm-hmm. wherever i was playing in Animal crossing the less and less i would spend in it okay the gotcha, first gotcha. initial like when you're building your town getting to know the people collecting things exploring everything it's yeah. it's hours at a time oh okay for sure gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. okay I'm cool,
0: excited. Cool. Yeah, I know. I, I know you've been excited for a while. <laughs> oh my so I'm, God. I'm excited to to hopefully we'll get a. I guess because you don't really beat the
1: game. No. Well, you is I there like is there an end to the game? I once you pay off your house, I think that's the main goal. Once you oh, okay. completely pay everything off, I don't think like credits roll because you can still do things. But I think that's that's the main objective.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Maybe. I assume then we'll probably we'll find out how life is going mm-hmm. in in I don't know what you're gonna name your town I or your island, idea. Michael.
1: It'll be most likely a spur-of-the-moment thing oh my gosh <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta plan this out michael don't there's no worry. there's
0: no name changes for your island no. correct is i right? don't know i thought that they I said think... that once you name it you can't change it is that right or it's like because there's one island per switch yes from the sounds of things
1: i i can't i can't recall if you can switch for part of me believe thought you could because you can the old games you could change the song title or the town theme the uh flag could you change you the name of the town? I don't know. I can't recall. Okay. You might not be able to, but you might be able to. But I'll look I'll it up and see what you okay. could have done. All, right. All
0: right. We'll Sounds see.
1: Good. Cool, cool. What about you,
0: though? Um. So, the only one I have to add, because we already talked about um, what's called this strange realm of mine, mm-hmm. is a game called Mist Hunter. Ooh. Now, it's kind of one of the last games that's coming out this week. Also, coming out on the 20th. So Animal Crossing will be in its way, of course. But um, this game is going to be 5.99. Oh. And Mist Hunter is a blistering. I'm reading now. Is a blistering fast roguelike arena shooter. A deadly magic poison runs through your veins. There is no cure, and your heart will stop beating in 90 seconds. Oh jeez. Uh, unusual magic weapons. A hundred trophies that change the playstyle. Seven arenas that will put your skills to test so this this reminds me of um just kind of looking at i didn't watch the trailer for it, but looking at this like the screenshots that they have, it basically reminds me of a more cartoony version of um what's called? and like more kind of like fantasy based version of oh what's that game you really like um I really like it. the the gun one enter the Gungeon? no 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 um the one where you run around and you're is it a tower oh tower, tower of guns? Of guns there we go. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit, looking at, like, the, the creatures. Like, you're running through different areas and fighting off enemies and Oh, yeah, through.
1: maybe. I could see that.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like a, I mean, they already said it's a, a roguelike arena shooter, so I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to check this out.
0: I know, man. Pretty cheap.
1: Yeah. Of course, yeah. not bad.
0: I know, right? Six, yeah, six bucks. Not, not too shabby at all. But, yeah, that's what I
1: got this week, Michael. Nathan. Yes. I'm
0: curious. Go ahead.
1: Now, you know how some games are pricey some games are not pricey true true but you know there's sometimes where a game comes out where it's super cheap oh but it's fantastic
0: yes that does happen occasionally well, sometimes
1: like sometimes. mostly in the indie scene yeah 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 if there was like a place i could know this information of like a game like that coming out where would that be
0: i mean you must be talking about the the indie corner Michael. oh so the the nic this week we have a game called cloud punk Cloudpunk. And Cloudpunk is coming to, basically it's coming everywhere and coming pretty soon. It's coming out um, April 23rd of this year and it is being developed by Ion Lands and um, being published by Merge Games. They do a lot of really cool stuff. Or they, they have a hand in a lot of like really cool games, publishing-wise. Okay. Um, but Cloudpunk, in Cloudpunk, you explore an immense vertical cyberpunk city as you meet a diverse range of characters, including androids, AI, and unscrupulous humans at every level of society. Everyone has a story, and in the course of one night in Nive- Nivalis, I'm going to say Nivalis, everything will change. So in the game, your name is Rania, and I'm also still reading. This is your first night working for Cloudpunk the semi-legal semi-legal delivery <laughs> company based in the sprawling city of Navalis. you go everywhere from the marrow below to the spires that pierce the gray clouds high above before scra- scraping yeah scraping yeah. i was gonna say scrapping but I mean, no it's not two piece um scraping the edge of the troposphere mm-hmm. no delivery job is too dangerous and no one is faster than a cloud punk driver in this story-based exploration game, you will meet a diverse range of characters, including oh, okay, I already said that stuff. Everyone has a story, and in the course of one night in Novalis, everything will change. I think I said that before too, but it's basically <laughs> a a game. I, I, it's, sometimes it doesn't look the same, but then yeah, I'm like, no, I, I've definitely said this before. Um, but the game itself, you can either yeah, you can either be in your car driving around in futuristic city, delivering packages and goods, things like that, or you can be on foot, apparently, in areas mm-hmm. as well. Um but yeah, basically you are just kind of living your light in the sorry, living, living your, your life living your life in the night. There you go. Com- combining words all the time. Um and just kind of trying to trying to learn about the city. Figure out what's going on with uh with, um, what's her name? I was gonna say Ravanis. I'm I'm mixing Rania and <laughs> Nivalis. Everything's been mixed up here, Michael.
1: It it, it, it I, I was watching the trailer as you were oh, yeah, talking. Yeah. It looks like um if like uh, Valhalla or that mm. uh, other taxi one was yeah. yeah. What was that thing expanded? called like Neo Neo Neo-taxi? Taxi Driver or something like that? Mm-hmm. Was expanded and you can actually like drive the things.
0: a little Yeah, bit. yeah. If you're actually the one who's like moving stuff rather yeah. than just choosing dialogue options. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, I think it looks it looks pretty cool. It looks really cool. I like these kinds of. Um, I mean, we're getting a lot of cyberpunk games in general, but I like this type of um, kind of story based yep. type of things as well i have to be sometimes in a certain mood to be in those yeah. games but yeah it sounds like it'd be pretty pretty it, interesting
1: is there like a release date or Oh, anything? i said it
0: oh um april 23rd oh wow not bad yeah so we're getting it next month
1: nice
0: lots of things coming out soon lots michael of have been
1: out too many things thankfully
0: there there are not all the things coming out that's true but you know can't can't help it we just gotta just gotta play what just we can play, play and just enjoy what we can you, you gotta
1: know? play a new game every day oh geez no 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 <laughs> no
0: no no, no, no. <laughs> I'd never finish anything if that was the case. Mm -hmm. So, Michael, things that that I know that we're almost finished with the podcast, but we have one more segment here. I'll let you go ahead and take the
1: reins on that one. This is Sonic Superfast Minute. And as I was talking about last week, I'm going to continue what the the 1990 or 1991 MGM and Focus Film Sonic movie would be like. So, last we talked about, Sonic broke out in the world, the video game world, as did Dr. Robotnik oh, from right. the uh, okay. XRI. Yep, yep. Extremely radical Extremely intelligence. Extremely radical intelligence. Got it. Nice. You nailed re- it. it. Good job. Oh, man. Okay. Hard Con- to forget. Continuing what happened. So, Sonic tries to track down Robotnik, but gets distracted and confused by the real world. When he jumps onto rooftops, the chimneys break, and when he hits a lamppost, it hurts him. <laughs> <laughs> he races through traffic and causes car wrecks. And when he tries to impress a girl, she's she's okay, says she scares in terror. I'm I'm assuming it means she screams, oh, screams in terror. Yeah. Quote: The real world isn't ready for a blue hedgehog walking down the street. The treatment reads: He discovers through that the longer he spends in the real world, the weaker he's becoming. Hal returns returns home to find his apartment destroyed and the XRI broken. And okay. Josh slides how's josh's father who created oh, okay, the okay. high, saying it was burglars josh's mother lisa comes over and then she and how get into another argument with once again josh being at fault lisa tries to take lisa takes josh back to her house and during the night sonic tracks josh down and wakes him up he's weakened and exhausted and while he knows the game world like the back of his hand the real world is very strange to him he tells Josh that he needs to get his energy back, and to do <laughs> to do that, he needs Chaos Emeralds. Josh, Josh and Sonic agree to team up, and together discover that Chaos Emeralds exist in the real world, encased in ordinary-looking rocks. Quote, oh, you boy. just have to know which ones to crack open, the treatment says. The pair find their first Chaos Emerald, and Sonic uses it to recover his strength. Josh wants to try some, and Sonic gives him a little taste to give Josh superpowers, What the heck? which he uses to write which he uses to write his whole term paper in 30 seconds. When Josh asks for more, Sonic warns him not to use the power until he can master it. Across town, Robotnik has taken over an abandoned amusement park and plots to use the power of the Chaos Emeralds to control the real world. He recruits a group of school bullies who he gives cyber body parts to turn them into bully bots. (laughs) Wait, he turned these kids into robots? (laughs) He gives them cyber body parts, yes. What the heck? (laughs) These bully bots then start digging underneath the amusement park to smash every rock to find one in a million Chaos Emeralds. The second act of the story, oh, ended after this paragraph, second act of the story sees Sonic and Josh discover the bully bots to get clues as to Robotnik's whereabouts. In some good news, his father has gotten a new job. Oni is with a shady corporation who are reopening Ramshackle Amusement Park. Now named Botanicland Amusement Park. Wow, wow! With Sonic hiding in the boot of Hal's car, Josh discover- discovers that this amusement park is being run by Robotnik, who has hired Hal to use the XRI to create a virtual reality ride.
0: <gasps> okay. So when you said boot, you meant like the trunk. Of the yeah. Car. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's what who. I meant. Who are the riders?
0: Are they? Were they? Were they? Like British or European?
1: Uh. uh because
0: boot is a very european drum
1: edward here. pressman
0: okay i could i could see that
1: i don't know if he's british or not yeah
0: it doesn't have to be i guess it doesn't have to be british but just like more european more european yeah i'm like I, like I thought they were saying at first that like sonic fit in his boot and i'm like what he's yeah, could small be british, right? yeah and i'm just like oh no <laughs> he shrinks down boot of the car i'm like okay yeah you're yep. talking about the trunk got it so but,
1: oh man
0: oh man bully
1: bots that's like a
0: the stuff of nightmares over here
1: yeah.
0: Robotnik from the gaming world comes in and turns these school bullies into robot things uh, robot cyborgs oh
1: gosh jeez, man good times
0: oh my gosh scary we'll times. we'll find out
1: more later don't worry oh my gosh how many parts
0: is this, this is a crazy i can't even believe they had this much of the script written oh yeah and they just brought this be like hey guys we want to make a movie about this we have it ready no <laughs> yeah if i was if, <laughs> like honestly if i'm if i'm looking at all this and i'm reading this script i'm like Guys, maybe come back with something that's a little bit more intriguing for a, a movie kind of thing yeah <laughs> sounds like you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall and being like what's gonna stick here guys we got it we got it <laughs> yes let's get this movie deal uh, that's oh funny. my gosh all right well that is what we have for you guys this week on the bros and consoles podcast if you guys have any questions comments or feedback feel free to write in to Consoles at gmail.com um otherwise you can you can just tweet at us. Mm-hmm. I am at Indy Ronin. Michael is at an optional quest. Nice. And other than that, hope you guys, the times are the times are getting crazy. So stay safe. Yep. Wash your hands a lot. And is not, not a joke. Don't touch your face. Um, but yeah, just make sure you guys are staying, staying healthy. If things are starting to get a little bit like crazy, try not to like panic and stuff, you know, just be, be kind to one another. Yep. Because we don't need more panic. And right? if you
1: do get sick, stay away from people. Yeah, best as you can you know
0: i mean may even help to like go get checked out and stuff oh yeah if you are feeling regard, really yeah, sick yeah but yeah just you know we'll we'll all get through this and we'll be playing some video games until that thing is all finished you know until then we will talk to you guys next week peace bro bump and we're out